Hello, and ha I was going to say happy Saturday, but we can't say happy Saturday because it's Saturday for us, but it's probably not Saturday for people to listen to this, although it could be. Uh, welcome to episode <laughs> 22 of the Geekishly Toku podcast. For some reason, I almost said 16. Don't ask me why. No, it's 22. It's 22. Yeah, I'm glad you knew. <laughs> I wrote it down everywhere, so yep. you're good. Uh, John, I'm Fu Mix a lot on Twitter. Always, as my co-host, I am with... Uh, Sean, at SnarkySean. I'm Speed Force Sean right now, for the timing, because I think it sounds cooler. Speed Force I, Sean. Because it used to be Sean Speed Force, but I switched it. Yeah. So. It, it sounds like a name they'd come up with, with some sort of, like, Flash Speed Force God. I am Speed Force Sean. I'm just a pineapple that runs really fast. There you go. <laughs> Um, is, I mean, that a, it, is that a psych reference? Yes, and it's also a reference to how my Mitomo character is dressed up. My me on Mitomo okay. is just wearing a pineapple outfit. That's one of those things you have to go through, like, a Wii or Wii U, right? Nah, it's on phones. It's a phone app. It's a Nintendo phone app. Huh. I'm kind of curious. I'm actually going to look right now, because I have a tablet and, and I want to... That's sort of why Brennan Mejia now follows me on Twitter. Um, because we it, are now friends on Mitomo. It's M-I-I-T-O-M-O. Is it on both iOS and Android? Uh, might be on Android. I don't know. I haven't checked. I don't own an Android device. <laughs> but Mitomo. Yes. Yeah, there it is. So in delayed Nintendo news, Mitomo's a thing. Yep. And I'll have one after the game. Indiegogo uh, app? No thanks. I'm not, downloading a, I'm not downloading an Indiegogo app. Unless you uh, feel like giving me money, and then I will. Uh, what money do I have to give not, you? Not, not you personally. <laughs> the app makers. Like, you're going to make me a partner and give me money? Then I'll download. Yeah, no. Okay, so. We're, we're looking the at then. the news docket. First news kind of big news not as big as i thought it would be news doctor who new companion literally this news just dropped like four hours ago three four hours ago well the article for bbc is four hours ago so i haven't reloaded this page so i wouldn't know oh uh, okay i mean even when i rebooted my computer after it decided to be an idiot uh still have no idea why that happened but it happens it's it works it works now so we're good so Pearl Mackie has been named as the new Doctor Who companion in the TARDIS for 2017. So we're still a year away. Yep. Sadly. Um, so she replaces Jenna Coleman, who uh, played Clara, who left with Arya Stark from Game of Thrones in an old TARDIS. Yep. Because that makes sense. Yep. And we'll uh, never see her again. Well, considering considering the the showrunners change, I can almost guarantee we'll never see her again, unless they somehow make it to the fiftieth anniversary and bring her back then, or not fiftieth, the hundredth anniversary. Well, there's still a possibility. Possibility. Eh. It's slim. Very it's slim. 
but it's there. <laughs> so yeah, so Pearl Mackey will be playing a character whose only name that we've gotten is Bill. You heard me right. Her name is Bill. Well, Billy. Billy Piper. <laughs> For those yeah. who don't know, played Rose, so... Fancy and... Billy Piper. Yeah, that's so she said her character was wicked, describing her as cool, strong, sharp, and a little bit vulnerable with a bit of geekiness thrown in. So, is she a fan of the Doctor? Is she an Osgood level of oh, Doctor man. Who fan? That conversation between Oz and and her would be crazy. Well, we'd have to figure out which which Oz is which. Again. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> And um, also, Capaldi has said that she's a genuine, like she she's fun and all of that. She's refreshing and all that good stuff. So, what are you gonna say? Um, I told Sean ahead of time that I saw something that I kind of thought was interesting, and someone pointed out that she might be from the 1980s. She won't be from 2017. She'll be from two. She'll be from 1980s. And I kind of agreed with that because the outfit kind of looks 1980s. Um, and then he says, she says, where are we going? He says, to the future, 2017. So I'm thinking he goes back to somewhere in the 1980s, finds her, she becomes a companion, and then they start traveling again. And then the story has them go to 2017. Which could would also make sense in terms of Capaldi's doctor being the rock and roll doctor. Yeah, that'd be rather interesting. So that dynamic should be interesting. And... Oh, I did not know this. Uh, Jenna Coleman, who played Clara, she asked to be written out and left to take on the role of Queen Victoria in another yeah. show. Yeah. I did not know that. I knew she was. I knew she was leaving. Um, I knew she was leaving to being Queen Victoria. Um, but um, I didn't know she asked to be write, written out. I just thought like you know contract was up or something like that. But yeah. And then this will be Moffat's last series, and then the next one will be headed up by one of the Broadchurch writers. So, Chris Chibnall. If you watched Broadchurch, then you might have seen some of his work. I didn't. I ended up watching the American adaptation Grace Point, which was awful. Ten episodes of Who Done It? Who Done It? I'm like, it's yep. probably someone we haven't even met yet. It probably was. I don't remember. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I just think it was kind of dumb that they just brought a show that was from they like I said you brought they brought Broadchurch brought the exact same characters over or the same actors over to play an American version. Well, they only brought one, and that oh, was David just, Tennant. Just Tennant, okay. yeah. But okay, it was the same exact show, but in put in America, and put then in Tennant, Northern California of uh, all places. Yeah, Tennant played the same character, basically. <laughs> he just had the the you know, the American accent instead I mean, of the British accent. I mean, we've 
Americans have pilfered a lot of shows from the British, like The Office, uh, Being Human. Which did did Big Brother start here, or did that start? I over think that there? started over there as well. But like a bunch of other shows have started over there, and we sort well, they of do it with Japan proliferated all the time. it. They do it with Japan all the time, from the anime to Power Rangers. They did Common Rider, Mask Rider. Is anything VR or, is anything original here? No, it's not. <laughs> Well, to, to be fair, no, because everything would have started in other countries. Hell, we started in other countries and came exactly. over Exactly. So, I mean, <laughs> all the food, well, unless you count hot dogs, but I think those were derived from some sort of sausage brought over from the Greeks. Well, more so the Germans. Germans? Was it Germans? Bratwursts, yeah. Bratwursts, yeah, I guess, yeah. Anyways. I know, I know it was introduced in the World's Fair back in, like, 19... 19- 12, 15, something like that. Yes. Um, so, moving on. To Marvel news. A lot yes. of Marvel news. Yeah, but a lot of it centered around, like, one specific thing. And the show notes have, de- like, specifically, accurately portrayed my feelings on everything about this. It's like normal, and then the third thing shows up, and it's like, okay. Yeah. So, we got our first official trailer for Doctor Strange. We talked about this last time and how it was going to show up on Jimmy Kimmel. Well, it did. It showed. I'm excited for the movie. Mainly because it's another Marvel franchise that, funny enough, this movie was stuck in development hell since the late 80s. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the same script, though, so don't worry. <laughs> but, yeah. So, don't really need to watch the trailer, because you've probably already seen it everywhere. But yep. So, it follows the story of a neurosurgeon, Dr. Stephen Strange, who after a car accident discovers magic and alternate dimensions, stars Benedict Cumberbatch from Sherlock, and he was Smaug. In the Hobbit movies, he, yeah, uh, I can't pronounce that person's name to save my life. Chuetel Ejofer looks about right. I, I don't know. Rachel McAdams uh, and Michael Stolberg, Stolberg, yeah, Stolberg, and then Mads Mikkelsen, an Academy Award winner, Tilda Swinton, who plays a bald person. I've heard people describe this movie as The Matrix meets Inception. I mean, sounds about right. <laughs> and yeah. So this is set to show up sometime in November. No official release date has hit, I think. I don't know. It might have. I the film, which opens in U.S. theaters on November 4th, 2016, is directed by Scott Derrickson. Oh, thank you. I decided not to read past Tilda Swinton. I guess. <laughs> it was, like, right underneath it. I'm tired, dude. <laughs> My new job is sucking the life out of me in a good way. Alright, and... Uh, so, Spider-Man news. So, we all know Spider-Man is going to be in Civil War, but 
Marvel now has a film for Spider-Man in the MCU titled Spider-Man Homecoming. It was a big news story that it got the title Homecoming. People are giving it shit for the name, and it has two meanings. There was a comic book after Secret Wars titled Spider-Man Homecoming, and um, the obvious one, Spider-Man Coming Home to Marvel. Yeah. So, the next few pieces of news are sort of Spider-Man related. Uh, So this is coming out in 2017. Uh, Nothing really set in stone about it other than July 7th, 2017, but it might be pushed around. Who knows if they've even started filming on this yet. Um, So Tom Holland and Marissa Tomei will reprise their roles as Peter Parker and Aunt May, respectively. Oh, so we're getting Aunt May in Civil War 2? Interesting. And, um... Oh, wow. Actually, one of the screenwriters is uh, someone who used to be on the show Bones. John Francis Daly? Uh, I don't know that name. Um, he played... Uh, he played uh, one of the... Uh, he played the, psychi- the psychiatrist in Bones... And then he got killed, I believe, two seasons ago. Spoiler alert for that show. The the guy who would always, like, yell and make fun of of House. Oh, no, I'm thinking of... See, I'm thinking of House. Uh, this is Bones. This is the yeah. one who's always like, Okay, Dr. Brennan, you're clearly in love with Agent Booth. Why haven't you guys talked this out yet? Yeah, I won't lie. I haven't watched Bones probably since I worked at the TV station, and that's been... A while. Yeah. Well, it's going into its final season next year, so... It's 12th and final season. Should not have had that many. Well, it's Just a crime saying. drama. Crime dramas go on forever. But, um... Yeah. So, and also, Zendaya will be playing a character named Michelle. No idea who the hell that person is. Yep. Uh, a lot of people. A lot of people were thinking she might end up being like Gwen Stacy or Mary Jane, but now we know she's not. So, yeah, I'm actually moving the uh, other piece of Spider-Man news right next to the one that we're gonna head into because I had it all jumbled up. But I wanted. I actually want to keep all the Spider-Man stuff together. The three other pieces of Spider-Man news, and as I said in the um, show notes, uh. Former Batman slash Birdman. Well, there's a. Uh... <laughs> I tried. I'm sorry. I failed. You have failed this city. You have Boy failed show. this podcast. Uh, so, Michael Keaton, you might remember him as Batman or Birdman or. I mean, mostly Birdman because that came out, you know, recently. And not as Batman because it's Batman. Um. It's a rumor. He's rumored to possibly be joining the team. Who knows who he might play? We don't know. Wait, Michael... Michael Keaton. Uh, FYI, that's done. I probably should have pointed this out ahead of time. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there was another article put out. When was this This article? Yeah, this article was done ten days ago, like two days ago. It's been put out that he is not in talks with them anymore. Huh. Yeah. 
So it must be Marvel Report didn't get to that. But yeah, I saw at comic book resources, comicbook.com. Everybody is saying that he no longer isn't talked for Spider Man. So all right, well, yeah, screw that one then. <laughs> Moving along I to some actual I, cast news. I wish I would have thought saw that quick. <laughs> Once again, John, you have failed me. Yep. <laughs> Okay, so moving on to actual casting news. Uh, Laura Harrier and Tony Revolori cast in Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, honestly, I don't know who any of these actors are. Uh, I believe... One of them was in the Grand Budapest Hotel and the other one was in an Anna Kendrick film. Yeah, Tony, uh, Tony Revolori was in... Grand Budapest... <laughs> The Budapest Hotel. He was like the main character, I think. Yeah. And then I don't I don't know who Laura Harrier is. Yeah. Okay. So the rap reported that Harrier is landed a significant role in the film. I put air quotes around that even though none of you can see this because this is an audio podcast. Well, if they read the article, then they'll see him. Yeah. And then uh it looks like Rev- Revelori in Deadline uh, described it as uh, Peter Parker's nemesis, nemesis in high school, but not necessarily a main villain. So could he be Flash Thompson? Probably not, because that would actually be smart. Yeah, and also because then people might be throwing out rumors of Agent Venom because Flash Thompson becomes Agent Venom, and then Agent Venom becomes a Guardians of Gar- one of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Hmm. Yeah. So did Kitty Pride. She did too, but she's also married to Star Lord in the comics as well, and Star Lord went and became King of Spartax. There's a whole lot of nonsense going on, but. But the rap is claiming differently for this character and listing him as Manuel. A school chum of Peter's. I left the pause in there for reasons. Uh, So they're just coming up with an entirely new character. Possibly. I don't know. I haven't read any Spider-Man comics. And that's about it on this one. And probably the most important non-J.K. Simmons related news about person in Spider-Man. Forgot to mention, my entire thing for the show notes, for all this casting news, people get cast in Spider-Man that aren't J.K. Simmons. Because J.K. Simmons is J. Jonah Jameson. Except now he's Commissioner Gordon. Ah, sad day. Anyways. So... And probably the best piece of news out there. Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man will be showing up in Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, boy. And this will be the eighth appearance in the MCU for Tony Stark. Uh, So he's going to be mentoring uh, Peter Parker and... It should be an interesting, like, back and forth, because they're both... Both characters tend to be very comedic and witty characters going back and forth about it. Um, 
So, and there's still rumors about that Chris Evans might even appear in Homecoming. But no one knows. Uh, even, I I doubt it. I because I, I feel like as much as I groan about it, having Tony be the one in there is better because a we might get the Iron Spider. Yes. <laughs> uh, and B, from pretty much from every iteration of Spider-Man, he has somehow had some sort of connection to uh, to Tony Stark because, like, he helps. I, I he makes web shooters himself, but I think Tony does something to help perfect it or something like mm-hmm. that. And and Peter looks up to Tony as like a a fatherly figure. Yeah, no, because they they're they're both like the same type of character just like 30 years ago. And apart. there's also the picture circulating around the internet of like Spider-Man hugging Iron Man and he's like don't worry we have money and Spider-Man's like oh thank god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah so that is something to look forward to because up until this announcement the next time we would be seeing uh, Iron Man would probably be Avengers Infinity Infinity War Part 1. Yep. Which is 2018, I want to say? Either 2017... No, no, it wouldn't be 2017. Because that's next year. It'd be 2018. Because we still have all of Phase uh, phase 3 to get through. Because there's a Black Panther movie, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, another Thor, ESPN... Yep, ESPN app. <laughs> ESPN is not in uh, the Marvel universe, by the way. You do, you don't know that because well, Disney. I mean, the ESPN app isn't there. We'll put it put it at that. You don't know that. Because they don't Disney. have iPhones. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> God damn it! Anyways, you actually really don't know that. No, I don't. They have, they have cell phones, but they never actually say, you know, what brands they are. Obviously, because then they have to pay people. Okay, so moving on to probably the most obvious piece of news that we've had in the past two weeks. Deadpool 2 is a thing. Yep. I mean, I saw this coming six months ago. <laughs> yep. I saw this coming almost a year ago, basically. Almost no. It, as of last August, after the numbers for uh, Fantastic Four came out, I'm like, oh, so Deadpool two is probably more going to be a thing then. Cool, cool. And uh, yeah, twentieth Century Fox CEO uh, CEOs announced that they're already at at work on the sequel. Which and, again, uh, really is not that surprising. It it isn't, and. Hopefully, cable shows up because that would probably be the greatest thing ever. A cable and Deadpool movie. I don't know I, who cable is. He is a son of Cyclops. He's from the future. If you have the time, listeners, go check out the Cable and Deadpool comic series. It is fantastic. Because, let's see, Deadpool's a joker, like, he jokes around, Cable's the straight man of the two. 
and it ah, is hilarious okay. watching. Like, if you played the Deadpool game, there were some hilarious moments there, too. So, seeing that on screen would be perfect. Um, yeah. I still haven't seen the first one. <laughs> and I won't until it comes out on DVD, so I'll have to wait for that. Um, you won't have to wait too long, actually. I, I, I doubt it, because like it depends on the type of movie. Like Some movies come out quick, because... No, oh my the movie's God. actually coming out in like the end of the month, I believe, on DVD. Well, that's like next week. Or something. I don't know. I saw something on uh, Instagram about it. Huh. Well, um, well, like, but... like, there's two reasons why a movie would go f- quick from theaters to DVD, and that's one, if it's really bad, or two, it's really good. If it did moderately, they wait like three months, and then it comes out on DVD. Okay, so the digital release date has moved up to next Tuesday. Huh. Well, I'm not going to be getting a physical copy anyway. And the DVD release is slated for May 10th. I go through different means to get mine, because money! But yeah, so it should be good to go. I should have prefaced this before we started. I'm drinking a vanilla Coke, so I might be burping. I just drank a blueberry pomegranate Mountain Dew Kickstart. That was a lot of words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> of course it was. Uh, okay, so... Let me see. Is this all Netflix stuff now? Uh, yeah, those are Netflix stuff, and the last one's movie news. Uh, showrunners for the Defenders series have been announced uh daredevil showrunners uh douglas petrie and marco ramirez from orange is the new black as well have been tapped to run the upcoming superhero series with the four netflix heroes blah 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 quotes 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 and the defenders will bring together Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist. And it is beginning... It's expected to start production at the end of the year. Because I'm pretty sure Iron Fist is in production right now. And Luke Cage is done. So we gotta do Luke Cage, and then Iron Fist, and then Defenders. Before we can do anything else. Because Daredevil was the only one that got a second season so far. And speaking about Iron Fist no- news, two people got cast. Two people I have no idea who they are. Um, oh, they're they're both nine nine zero two one zero alums. No, one's a nine zero two one zero alum, and another one's from Guiding Light, whatever the hell that is. Um, and they're going to be playing childhood friends of Danny. And tensions are going to be high. And yeah. And the last piece of Marvel Disney news is that the non-X-Men, a.k.a. the cavemen on the moon, a.k.a. the Inhumans, their movie got pulled from the release slate. Which, to be fair, is really not all that surprising. I mean, that movie was slated for 2019, and, uh, well, since Marvel has added in a Spider-Man movie and Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is essentially Ant-Man 2, uh, 
and Indiana Jones 5 currently slated for the the week after it was a smart move that uh, they would move it the film isn't dead it's just it's been moved elsewhere and if you need your inhuman fix just go watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. they're dealing with that right now eh well, I mean, that goes on to our next point of... Did you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Nah. Nope. Instead, I decided... Do I, have any, do I have any interest to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. ever again? Nope. But lip-sync battle happened, and Clark Gregg saying uh, Britney Sp- lip-sync to Britney Spears is toxic and was dressed in drag. Didn't watch that either. So that was interesting. I didn't watch it either. I'm going to go watch it soon, but it's just an interesting point to point out because it was him versus Haley Atwell and LL Cool J is just standing there going I don't know what the hell is happening I'm just LL Cool J and yeah so uh, what's on the docket next DC TV stuff fantastic so I watched Supergirl John doesn't watch Supergirl nope the only time he watched Supergirl was well Last week, last time we talked, when it was the uh, world's finest sort of Flash Supergirl crossover. Yeah. Which, in the most recent Flash episode, has sort of been hinted to as happening, because when he did the whole portal thingy-majigger in the Flash episode. Yeah, I'll talk about that when we get to Flash. But, uh, that they never mention again. Yeah. But this... So this is episode 19. So this is the penultimate episode. The pre-finale. And, uh... Kara's crazy uncle decides to activate Myriad. And it controls people's brains. Even going as far as controlling Superman. The only three people it hadn't been controlling were uh, Kara, Cat, and uh, Maxwell Lord. And both Maxwell and Cat uh, had, like, magic ion stopping earring majiggers that stopped them and then Kara's just Kara um yeah uh so this is right after her and Jimmy have a kiss for the first time and then he's like all mind controlled uh so they're forced off a building like one un like one extra or like sort of minor character, and then J- James and uh, Wynn are all standing on uh, the balconies after Non possesses them, and they all take a nosedive. Kara only saved two of them. Guess who wasn't saved? That's right, the nondescript, no-named person went splat. I think her name was Jennifer. <laughs> I don't remember exactly, but this review that I'm reading, right, this recap that I'm reading, did not put the name in. Um, Probably because it didn't matter. No, it didn't. Uh, Alex and uh, John Jones come back, like, hang out with uh, Mama Danvers, and then Alex goes to National City, and then is her brain's immediately taken over, and she starts wearing, like, a kryptonite suit, and then Kara and... Uh, Alex 
fight and uh, Kara does something and uh, yeah the fight ensues and then I guess the episode ends I don't remember but then we get to the finale which um, was actually fun it was actually fun to watch uh, I titled this episode The Day That Laser Eye Surgery Went Bad. And you'll see why in a second. <laughs> uh, so, Kara and uh, Alex, like, something happens, and then Alex is taken out of the trance, and then they spend a good chunk of the episode trying to figure out how to bring people's minds back. They figure out that myriads affecting the part of the brain that understands hope so Supergirl goes on TV and goes I am your hope or something like that total common Rider wizard moment yeah I am your final hope um and then let's see then they go and to Fort Roz where uh, where the signal's being transmitted from and it's set to make everyone's heads go boom because you know we needed a Kingsman reference there uh, if you haven't seen that movie go watch it it was one of my favorite movies of last year <laughs> heads just exploding left and right in the finale of it but Kara ends up fi- like Kara ends up fighting Non and then Martian Manhunter ends up fighting Indigo, a.k.a. one of the Brainiacs. And it was actually pretty interesting watching John fight her. Because he, at the very end of the fight, rips her in half. Damn. <laughs> yeah! Like, he just completely rips her in half. And, and meanwhile, Nan and Kara are uh, locked in a struggle with their laser eye vision. And Kara eventually just, like, overpowers him and fries his eyeballs. Completely. Awesome. Also fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Earth is saved. Da, 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 da. And she kisses James again. And then a Kryptonian pod... Um... Kryptonian pod lands near her uh, apartment and uh, she looks inside. We don't get to see inside, but she she gasps and it leaves it for a cliffhanger. It's her. Is it a her? Is it a he? Is it an it? Well, no, I was thinking it's her. It is actually her. Like, it's Kara. It's another Kara. <laughs> dun, dun, Because, dun. you know, time revenants are a thing. So it's possible. This is an entirely different Earth, though, mind you. Doesn't mean it's still not a... Beyonce is a thing on both, so why can't a time revenant? Good, good point. Good point. I don't, ex- I don't try to explain anything. In these shows anymore. I enjoy the shows. <laughs> I just don't try to explain anything anymore. Okay, yeah. So that leaves it a cliffhanger. It. Let's see. Season two of Supergirl has been all but confirmed. It's basically 
99% sure it's going to be renewed because of how well it did in the ratings in comparison to other shows. Um, but CBS hasn't done a thing like the CW did and just go, ah, we're just going to renew everything. Fuck it, we're just going to renew everything. And so moving on to a show that we actually watched, the both of us actually watched. Probably the most frustrating episode of The Flash I have ever watched. Hands down. And John, you were pretty much 100% right about Zoom. Yeah, I was. Minus the fact that you didn't say it was he he wasn't 100% Jay Garrick. You didn't get that part. But pretty much everything else you did. Well, no, because he is... Well, okay, yeah. I didn't say he was... I was right with pretty much everything but the name. (laughs) Other than that, I was right. (laughs) The basis for the character, how everything happened, who the J... Or, quote-unquote, J, we knew I was right about. I said, I told Sean when we first saw it, that he was that the J we knew was going to be a past J and Zoom was a future J. Well, guess what, people? It happened. Thank you. But who is in the Iron <laughs> Mask? Jay Garrick. God damn it! The actual Jay Garrick. That's the you because know, it was Hunter Zolomon who was quote the J we knew, who was the Flash and Zoom. And then Jay Garrick is the one who is in the uh, um, the Iron Mask. So, which hopefully we will find out soon. It better if that's not revealed by the end of the season. Oh man, you're going to have so many people who are going to be annoyed with that. Basically, so this episode serves as sort of the backstory to who Hunter Solomon slash Zoom is. And also, here's where I made the point of uh, the popping in and out of the wormhole. Uh, so in this episode, Barry first puts on the tachyon thingy-majigger and uh, runs from Keystone to Central City. And you see him go through a wormhole for a couple seconds and then out another. And a lot of people are no. theorizing that it's... he didn't. He didn't, though. He just sped up. That was it. Because you can't, you can't really, you can't say that because when he, when he went into Supergirl's world, wait for the motorcycle. Please pause for motorcycle. Yep. Uh, when he went into Supergirl's world, his excuse was that he was working on his speed. He was working to get faster. Well, and then he just went back. There was no urgency because, you know, again, he sat there for like two days. Um, so if if that was what happened, like he just went through a portal, came back out, then that's a bullshit reasoning. Well, that is a 100% bullshit reasoning because it it's, makes absolutely no sense with the context we got from the Supergirl. Let me add to that then. Because it was interdimensional travel, because it was also technically time travel in the same sense, him going into Supergirl's world 
and him coming back out the same way he came would have brought him back at the same relative same time and him asking how long was I gone sort of adds to that because even so the thing I said just a minute ago about how when he got there he told Kara I'm trying to work on my speed and I must have gone too fast if he said I was escaping someone and went through that's different because then also the episode would have had a lot more urgency to it than just oh whoops oh okay sure I'll help you and then instead it would be shit I'm not supposed to be here I need to get back ASAP and that's all he would do he wouldn't bother trying helping Kara or anything he essentially was just trying to get himself faster this time around though Exactly. He wasn't trying to escape anything. When he activated the tachyon thing, he was running away from Zoom. And then no, no, that, that was faster. that was later in the episode. No, no at the beginning of the he episode, was... he wasn't running away from Zoom because Zoom hadn't come back to Earth One until later on in the episode. This is at the very beginning of the episode. The very, very beginning of the episode after we oh, got the see, flash. I after we got this whole Zoom okay. preview. So him doing that portal jump that you saw, that was just him testing out the tachyons to know, to see if they worked, to see if they would make him go faster. Okay, see, I, I, I didn't see that, because I I clocked in, like, a half hour into it, okay, so I missed so... the first half. <laughs> so, yeah, my bad! That, that's what I was trying to say. Um, and so he came back and was like, okay, how much time have I lost? Like, wh- like... How long was I gone? It's like, only a few seconds. Okay, cool. And so he rushes back over, and uh, he's like, the, he's like, oh yeah, yeah, you're faster than, like, you have reached Zoom. You're actually even faster than Zoom now. And uh, now they begin to start thinking of ways of opening up the breaches. Wells is like, ugh, no, stop it. <laughs> and then some relationship nonsense that is really unimportant at the moment because it's not Barry with Iris. It's Iris going on a date with her editor. Um, Barry brought back Keystone City Pizza and Wally and Joe indulge on some pizza. And... um... Because I clocked into the show just as... Barry and Cisco. Okay, so the second time they opened up the portals. Okay, because this is we're going into the first time he opens up the portals because he's they brought like they talked to Wells about Cisco's uh, doppelganger's powers, uh, whatever the hell his doppelganger's name is, because it's not vibe. It's like rift or something. I don't know. I don't. Oh, reverb. Actually, it's in the next. It's the next word. Reverb. Uh, can see their dimensions and find breachers. And Cisco tries that, but nothing happens. So they bring over the glasses, and he's like, oh, yay, it's working. And then he stops because he's like, no, I don't feel comfortable about this. And uh, uh, Dr. Wells asks Joe about Jesse. Uh, and uh, back at Wells. So Wells creates a smaller thing for the tachyon enhancer put and uh, Barry puts it under his suit and uh, um, Wally moves in 
um, and calls Joe dad for the first time. And Cisco opens up the portal and Zoom shows up. And so yeah, that's, that's when you tuned back that's in. When I started watching. Or when no, you not when in. I tuned back in. When I tuned in, because I completely forgot. Like I even had it set, and then I just I was like playing Minecraft or something like that, and I just <laughs> gone. Then I'm like, shit, it's eight thirty. But yeah, they mention like that the Earth One doppelganger wasn't named Jay at all, and then Wells is like, wait a minute, Hunter Zolomon. That guy was a serial killer on my Earth. And then you get to see Jay with long hair and beard. And uh, he was undergoing shock therapy when the accelerator exploded, giving him his zoom powers. It was an interesting scene, to say the least. And then zoom shows up, and they're in the time vault, and cardboard cutouts to look like zoom's parents... (laughs) See, yeah, can we? Talk it's like about yelling Martha at Batman and Superman, and them going. It, it's not. It's 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 not that. It's the point of. What did they do? To get cardboard cutouts, of Hunter Zolomon's parents. <laughs> what lengths did they have to go to? To even make this that review thing? says just go they, with it. <laughs> I mean, you had to find pictures. You had to find pictures good enough to turn into the cardboard cutouts. Then you had to turn them into cardboard cutouts. They went through a lot of lengths to do that rather than just like a TV screen that pops out with a picture. No, we have to make cardboard cutouts. Also, ESPN. Well, apparently, it's in the Marvel and DC universes now. Yeah, well, you know. Oh, but yeah, no, it, it it's a it's a hilarious thing, and uh, it dazes Zoom enough for Barry to punch him a few times, and then like tie him down to the ground, and then Zoom breaks free, and Zoom goes and kidnaps Wally and goes your speed for Wally. Yep. Um. Yeah. It's goofy. That's all I can say. Um, then Barry says he'll do it. And then on the treadmill... Uh, oh, so we learned about the time remnants. Like Eobard, Thawn earlier this season. Because Eobard, Thawn, Wells was killed. But Eobard, Thawn wasn't. So time remnant nonsense. And that's how Zoom was able to kill his past self without destroying his future self. Because wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Yep. And uh, so Barry gives up his speed, and that's that. And Caitlin gets kidnapped, and I'm sad because Caitlin got kidnapped. You go from hurting one of the cutest puppies on the show to kidnapping the other cute puppy on the show. Come on. <laughs> what did Caitlyn ever do to you? She was nice to you. <sighs> well, see, someone made a point of saying um, it's just another instance of Caitlyn being kidnapped. 
by a jilted lover. I need her to get her Killer Frost powers now. That would be actually be pretty great, I'm not going to lie. Because I don't care if, like, if they give her a different name. Because, I mean, as, we'll, as we will see later on in this season, uh, Laurel comes back in an episode of Flash, but this is Earth 2's, and she is not the Black Canary, she is the Black Siren. Yep. So if Caitlyn gets a different name for her, like like Firestorm and Deathstorm, or Vibe and Reverb, you know, but God, this is frustrating. Anyways, <laughs> the whole sh- the whole episode was frustrating because it was just so unex- so many unexplained things that won't ever get explained. Yep. Um, then we move on to, uh, A Town Called Mercy Part 2 featuring John Wayne. (laughs) A.K.A. The Magnificent Eight, not to be confused with The Hateful Eight. Yeah, the Quentin Tarantino movie. Not only did this seem like a reference to Doctor Who and a reference to John Wayne, but also a reference to Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, definitely. So... They land in the Wild West. Because reasons. Because they're hiding out from... Who we later find out are just guys in hockey outfits. I know, that was... <laughs> oh, that's were so you, futuristic. Were, were you were you as disappointed in, as the, in them as me? Kronos looked a thousand times better. Oh, yeah. And all you they guys, could afford were got, hockey outfits. You see guys show up in rejected Goldbuster suits, and it's like, really? No, no, no. This is the uh, police issue mock driver style of well, no, clothing. See, don't forget the um, the uh, like version one of the Goldbusters uh, powered up form oh, yeah. when they merged with their their buddy roids. Yeah, was. Mortal, was motocross stuff, and then the powered, and then the Dobut Sentai uh, Go Busters. Oh yeah, their powered up form was the motocross chest plates. But it's also like the uh, Common Rider June or whatever, because he also was wearing the motocross stuff. Oh well, yeah. It just seems like. Whenever they need a power-up form, they just go straight to motocross outfits. And it's like, can you not? But yeah. So they end up... Brawls ensue. Uh, Rip tells them not to go outside because it's for their own safety. And... Um, can, can we just... Uh, I'll, bring, I'll bring that up when we talk about the next episode. Because I've, not- I've noticed something that I think is uh, rather interesting. That kind of changes something people liked about the episodes. Uh, we meet Jonah Hex, and apparently Jonah Hex knows Rip Hunter from previous, that was pretty cool. previous what? shenanigans in the Wild West. Because <laughs> when, I, when I first saw Jonah Hex, and I'm like, in my head, Jonah Hex knows about that type of stuff. He knows about time travel. He knows about superheroes and all of that, because they even did it in uh, Justice League Unlimited. He knew about that type of stuff. And when they introduced him, and I'm like, okay. And then all of a sudden he's like, well, where are you from? And part of me's like, oh, wait, he might know, he might know. And he's like, well, how about 
when are you from? And I'm like, oh, yes! Gonna be great! <laughs> I'm yep. so happy he knew. <sighs> but, let's see. Be Rip thought he could keep everyone on the ship. Uh, no, especially not Ray, because he loves the Old West. Even going oh, yeah. as far as to calling himself John Wayne later on. That was great. That's, that's such a, like, a trope at this point. Because, uh... Marty McFly did it too. When he went back into the old west and they asked him what his name was, he said his name was John Wayne. Yeah. He was Calvin Klein in nineteen fifties. They went back to the eighteen hundreds and he was John Wayne. Yeah. <sighs> and let's see. Uh, Rip. So the jacket that Rip has happens to be Jonah Hex's. And, you know, a gang heads into town, and shit happens, and Kendra meets a previous version of herself, and the... Let's see. That was interesting. Let's see. Uh, uh, there was a shootout. Which was awesome. And then the uh, glorified hockey motocross players showed up from the future. And then my favorite thing was Rip just handed over one of his laser revolvers to Jonah. And was like, this yeah. might work better. And it was, it was just fun. It, and then everybody else was like, hey, what about us? And he's like, I'm sorry, I've only got two. <laughs> Occupational. Or I just grabbed, I just I grabbed, grabbed what I could. could or something like that. And yeah. Cold didn't have his own. Like, everyone else had to use, like, well, I mean... Adam had his suit, and Firestorm fused. Also, can we talk about the fact that fucking Ray just plowed through a guy? Oh, yeah. Like, he didn't just, like, run him over. He literally grew small and flew Straight through, through a guy. That was fun. <laughs> like, you... that I think this was probably the most brutal fight they've had on the show so well, far. Well, it is the Wild West. Between, between that and how Mick just takes the knife and jabs it into one the one guy's collarbone mm -hmm. and kills him that way. I mean, I'm just wait. I was waiting for somebody else like Sh uh, Shiara to get her mace and then just completely behead the other guy. <laughs> or Sarah to go all Lazarus Pit bloodlusty on someone. Breaks his neck to the point where his head does a 360. Yeah. Huh. <sighs> It was a fun fight to watch, and then the glorified hockey team showed up, and yeah. they were quickly disposed of as well. I have motorcycles. You have a weed eater. Yeah, some guy's taking care of his... My neighbor's taking care of his lawn right now, and I can't tell him to be quiet about that. Oh, God, he's wearing Crocs. Wow. Anyways, so, yeah. So Kendra finds out that falling in love with someone who isn't Carter will only spell disaster because they are slated to be together forever. And, um... Yeah. Brings a whole new aspect to why her and Cisco didn't work out. Yeah, but I still feel bad for the poor guy. He's like, but, but, Rick. but... Uh, oh, she's, she's a hot god. God damn it. Why does this always happen to me? Is what I'm thinking Cisco's saying to himself. Yeah. 
I mean, he's still got Golden Glider. Who he doesn't really actually like. You never know. Um, it would be interesting, especially with uh, the character changes we've had in uh, Mick and Captain Cold and Snart. It wouldn't surprise me if they somehow have a change of personality. Not complete change of personality. But like a change of heart. But a change... A change of heart for Golden Glider. That would be interesting. And then having the pair team up. And... Yeah, but we haven't seen her in... How long? Yeah. It was interesting how, like, they made mention of her. Oh, that's the next episode. Unless you were moving on. Uh, not episode. yet. Okay. Uh, we learn more about how he ended up... Uh, Rip ended up in the Old West. And, uh... Yeah. That was all I had to say about that. And then they leave, and then they find out that the Omega Protocol was sent, like, put on them, and then the Pilgrim is going to their past selves and killing them, and then the next episode starts off with that, where she goes back in time and kills a prisoner's former self, and you see him do the whole Eobard fade to nothingness. Yeah. Which, of course, I considered it to be fading into the Speed Force, but no. Oh, you had to use the same exact animation. God damn it. Why can't I be right about something? About something that's that cool as fading into the speed force itself. I don't or maybe know. he did. He's not a speedster, but who knows. Has nothing to do with the speed force, but he still went into the speed force. Yep. <laughs> because I want to be right about something. I want to be okay? right about some d- <laughs> Of one damn thing this time. <laughs> I'm telling you, like I don't, I don't brag about that type of shit. But there is just, I pick things up probably because I've watched so many of those type of shows that I sent, I see tropes. Whereas, like, like I said, when when we first saw Jay Garrick, and I'm like, okay, and then we find out Zoom is Garrick. The first thing I thought of was, well, clearly he's been taking Velocity Nine, and his speed. And he's been starting to act that reckless. So, why is it not possible that he is, that Zoom is later as, you know, future Jay Garrick, and the one we know is from the past? And then people are like, no, that can't be true. And then he's like, you know, then you, how you're like, well, it's the same person, and it's just kind of split off, one's evil, one's good. And I don't know. I call these things, okay? I don't pretend to explain yeah. it. Yeah. No, and yeah. Alright. So, the episode of Legends Tomorrow, this past week, that I just watched, oh, I don't know, three hours ago? Um, uh, deals with the Pilgrim. And they go and kidnap the, their past selves and. She has the ability to stop time in, like, little pockets. So I'm like, you know, I just played the game Quantum Break, and you can do that. I'm like, is she... Are Chronons a thing in the DC Universe? I don't know. Time particles? Who knows? Well, something I didn't like, though, was how she sent back the powers at them. Like, you can stop time. But sending... Great. But how is it that you're sending the powers Are back? you also a telekinetic? Like, 
I mean, because if she, like, sent the powers back in the way of reversing time for the person, that's but one thing. they would thing. also be going back to being generated instead of hitting them. Well, well, then she would get out of the way. Exactly. You know, or something like this. But to be able to, like, stop time, unless she's got a way of, like, a time pulse or, of, like, a force pulse... It's- where she just she like, would have to also have telekinesis, is what we're getting at. Not necessarily because it's not really like she's manipulating the powers and sending it back. It's more of like she stops time, but then sends out a wave of energy which repulses the energy or the powers back at the person. It's essentially what I'm saying. It's a force push. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. And that's what telekinesis is. You you can pick up objects with it. You can shoot telekinetic blasts, which are just shock waves. But it has not like if she were to reverse their like the time for it, the it wouldn't go back and hit them. It would basically just be like returning to sender and acting like it never fired in the first place. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, they kidnap their younger selves. They kidnap Sarah with Banks, and oh my god, that is an awful wig. Why? Why, Detective Lance? That wig is awful. I didn't think it was that bad. Maybe it's just me. That's probably just you. Um, eh, future Sarah saves young self. Eh, Pilgrim. And then they kidnap baby versions of themselves. That's fun. Ray begins to die because he's getting his ass kicked. <laughs> I think it's funny how, like, he starts going down like that, and what they're going through, they didn't automatically think someone was beating the shit out of him. Like, it took you to see the wounds appearing to realize what was happening. And they're like, okay, uh, scan that for a second. Okay, good. And Also, I also want to point out, one of, one of the things I think of watching this show is the whole time thing. Because... If you think about it, he should have never been injured to begin with. Because he started getting injured, they went back, stopped him from being injured, thus the injuries would have never happened. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Is that he should have never been injured because they would have gone back to prevent it in the first place, thus he never would have gotten the Unless injuries. time works in a different way than we're expecting it to. Time works just... In 16 different ways. Yes. Like, everybody talk, you know, complains about Doctor Who fans saying, well, it's wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey. Because that's all you can say. I mean, Because time no doesn't make exp- sense. Time, time in this world doesn't make sense. And then you add on sci-fi worlds using time different ways. Like in Power Rangers. When... Time was re- time was reversed, or the, the the rotation of the Earth was changed in reverse, thus turning back time. That's not how time really works, but in Power Rangers, that's the way it worked. Of course, I think the Superman movie did that too. Uh, the reason why for the Superman movie though was because he was actually going faster than light in oh, okay. a specific direction, so the Earth looked like it was spinning in reverse when really time was just going in reverse 
Oh, okay. That also could be the explanation for that thing in Power Rangers. But uh, you get where I'm going. Doesn't matter, though, right? It doesn't actually matter, though. It's not like, part of the discussion. Because ti- time is relative to this world, but it's also relative to, however, these other sci-fi worlds are. So there's no explanation for any of this and in my logical hat I go no we have to have explanations for something and I'm just sitting here going (laughs) like time remnants make absolutely no sense and is the world's biggest plot hole and plot device Uh like oh he killed so and so no actually that was my time remnant I'm actually perfectly fine like really and then they and then they bring up the whole thing of like, well, you killed your past self. Why are you alive? Time remnants. Well, the reason being for that, they're not explaining it in the show, but the actual logical explanation. Um, they went back and since they changed something in the future in the past, it created a split off timeline when that happened. It's it's, I'd have to like draw some graphs and some lines. <laughs> To draw a couple circles. Maybe some circles, too. Just to even explain. <laughs> Begin explaining all of this nonsense. This is Earth 1. This is Earth 2. This is Earth 17 and a half. Half? Yep. <laughs> half? Yeah, it's, there, there, there was a bomb. We don't talk about it. It's technically Earth half of Earth 17 and half of Earth 18. Nobody knows there how it go. happened. It just there you happened. Go. 17 and 18 don't exist, so we just kind of took the north hemisphere of 17 the southern hemisphere of 18 and just kind of smushed them it together. together yeah but yeah so they kidnap their their past selves because you know and then they're like oh if we keep them away for too long people are going to forget about you well i mean in that specific timeline yes in others you're still there you know whatever and then they get to the final fight and the pilgrim's just like, aha, I've got you all frozen in time. And little Rip Hunter just stabs her a few times like, you didn't see me coming now, did you, bitch? <laughs> and she goes down. Oh, and they light her on fire and freeze her and shoot whatever comes out of Ray's gun. Like, it's just... She just gets vaporized. And it's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, like, I wasn't expecting that either. Like, I'm like, okay... So what's going to happen? How are they going to get out of this? And then just young Rip Hunter stabs her a couple times in the knee, or in the thigh, and then just all of the powers go off at once, and she's just disintegrated. I'm like, wow. (laughs) That's insane. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I think that sort of wraps up the... the You You don't want to talk about... Any pictures or anything from Felicity and Friends? <laughs> no, those were just for us. <laughs> but there was no for the viewers. For the viewers, if you haven't seen the pictures by now of Felicity and Friends, uh, do it because it's amazing. And with the killing off of uh, Laurel, it's pretty much just a downward spiral to this show being canceled. The show writers have fucked up so bad People are just stop watching. That even DC is just like, what the fuck did you guys do? 
Yeah, like they, like, like I said, they've essentially turned it into Felicity and Friends, and they've even given us some synopsis for the next episode. Felicity's father comes back, and Felicity, Felicity, and also Felicity forgives Oliver for everything that's happened because Laurel's dead. Yep. Because, oh yes, let's. Oh yes, Oliver, I forgive you for for not telling me about your son and this, that, and the other. So let's go have sex on top of Laurel's grave. Oh my god. Yeah, I just the show is so done. And and for all the viewers who may have thought, why is he stopping watching this show? It's actually a good show. You now know why I stopped watching the show because I realized about five episodes ago. Actually, no, probably like ten episodes ago, that it was essentially just Felicity and Friends. It was yeah. It was after like you watched the Legends of Tomorrow crossover, and you yeah. watched the Constantine episode. Yes. The rest of them... The last, the, the last episode of Arrow I watched was the season premiere. Or the mid-season premiere. That's the last one I watched. Yeah, so that was like six or seven episodes ago. Uh, that's yeah, okay. It's still, that's how long it's been since I've watched Arrow. I like Arrow. I like the idea of Green Arrow. I love archery. I have a D&D character I have nicknamed the Blue Arrow. I love Arrow. This show is not Arrow anymore. It is, again, to to make the point across, it is no longer Arrow. It is now Felicity and Friends, star, guest starring the Green Arrow. That is all the show is about. And they proved that when they killed off Laurel. And they proved it even more with those random pictures of uh, Felicity dressed as the Black King. I actually found a picture of Felicity dressed up as the Green Arrow. While searching for some pictures. I almost threw up in my mouth. Was that from the no. show scene? It was fan oh, art, okay. but I almost well, threw up because of it. Yeah. Could you imagine if they actually tried doing that? Killing off Oliver Queen? Well, to make her the Green Arrow? They did for a while, and I was expecting them just to change the show title, and it would be in, like, red, and it would just say, Roy. From last season. <laughs> just Roy. <laughs> Actually, well, that, then technically, because technically, Willa or not Willa, Thea is Speedy, aka the Red Arrow, if you want to call her that. Roy would be well, Arsenal. Roy is both Arsenal and Red Arrow. Thea hey. is just gonna be Speedy. Speed, Sp- Speedy is Red Arrow. That's that was his nickname was Speedy. Well, that was also that's that was who, also that's what Red he was, was called as before he became because like how Robin was Robin with Batman and then became Nightwing after he left Batman. Yeah. Speedy, yeah, became Red Speedy Arrow. Was Red. after he left Oliver Queen after he left the Green Arrow side. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. And then he got his arm cut off. Well, in Young Justice, he, he found out he was a clone and. Oh yeah. So so we ended up with the Red Arrow and Arsenal. Arsenal being the, the clone time. and Red Arrow being Red Arrow. No. Arsenal being the original Red Arrow or the original Speedy because yeah, cuz the original Speedy had his arm cut off. The Red Arrow we knew as the clone did not have his arm cut off. So when Speedy right. came back, he became Arsenal. That's right, 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 right. Because he didn't think he fit in with the team anymore, so he just went off and did his Hashtag own thing. Hashtag R.I.P. Wally West. 
I need a season three. We all do. Also, I need another but, season of Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, which a petition just started a few months ago for. I feel we will be getting a season of Young three. Justice. Will it ha- will it happen Enough. this year? Probably not. But I'm guessing because I I, I don't want to be a hipster with the whole Young Justice thing, but I watched I listened to an episode of Cast of Characters. With Yuri Lowenthal and John Roca. Trust me, Geek Nation, look it up. It's a good podcast. They finished cast of characters, but they're going to be doing something else similar together, but nobody knows what yet. Um, but just stay tuned to the website, whatever. Um, they did an episode where they interview, where they spent an hour talking with Greg Wiseman. And one of the things they brought up, and I've reiterated it on this show, or this podcast, show, podcast, whatever... A few times. If you want a season three of Young Justice, binge watch season one and season two on Netflix. If you can't, buy DVDs. Buy any toys straight from Warner Bros. If you get it on eBay, it's not going to matter. It doesn't go to them. It just goes to the person selling it. But you have to do something. Don't just sit there and go, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. No, you have to... Watch it on Netflix. You have to buy the Blu-rays, buy the DVDs, buy anything licensed by Warner Brothers off the shelf. Because if you do that, they see those numbers, they realize people want that, want season three, and then they will hopefully push a season three. Because Greg Wiseman wants it. Everybody who was a part of it wants it. All of the people who watched and enjoyed Young Justice. Give Nolan North another voice acting job. There you go. (laughs) Bring Young Justice back, and the only way you can do that is if you show the support by watching and buying the Blu-rays. Buying all the things you can to show that you want Season 3. Because without that, head executives really don't care. (sighs) Yep. And so... Do that, because I need it, you need it, everyone else needs it. Yep. Because we also need to get Jesse McCartney another job. Because what <laughs> has he done since Young Justice? Honestly, I don't know. I haven't actually looked into it. So, for all I know, he could have some prolific career doing something else. I honestly didn't know what he did beforehand, so... He was that, a musician. Oh, he was a musician, I knew that, but... He was know. a singer. That's all I know. Also, if we really want to talk about it, just for the hell of it, uh, bring up uh, Prince dying, which sucks big time. I wasn't a huge fan of his music. I realized what type of well, personality he brought to the Celebrity genre. deaths come in threes. So this was really strange because we had WWE superstar China pass yeah. away. We had Ray's mom from Everybody Loves Raymond pass yeah. away. Doris and then Prince. Something, yeah. So these things always happen in threes, which is really strange. Yep. And two of them were in their 50s. Yeah. Doris, she, she was old, but she jo- still passed. Joni was close. Joni was 45, so it was close. And she had a lot of other problems, so it's guaranteed she died from a drug overdose. Mm-hmm. Or, so, or, or of the like. But and Prince, it's... Prince, I don't know what he died from. I don't think anybody has said what he's died from. No, he had a medical issue, though, prior, and so... 
Yeah, well, because he was nobody in the knows hosp- what it is. He yeah. was in the hospital. He got out. He had the party, and then he died. So he may have known he was going to die, and then they threw the party, and then he died. We don't know. Um, but Doris, she was like ninety. Prince was fifty-seven. Joni was forty-five. So yeah. And now we just have to wait. I feel it feels like every month we have like a handful of celebrities that die. At least in twenty sixteen. Not yeah, not just like any celebrities. You know, like just like random celebrity A or like B whatever dies. No, it's like prolific people. Like, you know was Robin Williams this year? Robin Williams was last year. Okay. I think. Or I it, can't remember. It was either last year or the year before. Whenever Night of the Museum 3 came out. I actually want to look. Um, because Night of the Museum 3 was his last movie. And I cried like a baby. Oh, I didn't want Robin. I want Robin Williams, damn it. People. Okay, really? Okay, fine. I'll fucking type it. August 11th, 2014. So it was two years ago. So he died two days before my birthday. Okay. Yeah. Um, and his last movie was Night at the Museum 3. And his last line... Like, his his last line made me cry. Because it was right... I'm going to spoil this movie because I'm pretty sure none of you care. Um, go for it. This was after the uh, thingy that made the things in the museum come to life was transferred to another museum. So by the end of the night, everything started going back to its museum form, and Robin Williams was like, the, him as Teddy Roosevelt was the last thing to sort of re and he said something. I don't remember the line, but hold on. Ro- Good timing. Yeah. There have actually been a lot of people that died this year. Yeah. Because there's a Wikipedia deaths in 2016. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, no one really... Like, there have been famous people, but there have been, like, non-famous people. Yeah. Never run from a big cat. Thanks, Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, his... You looking for quotes? Yeah, his... Teddy's final words and last line spoken by Robin Williams on camera, too. Smile, my boy. It's sunrise. Yeah. It, It hit me hard. Yeah, I can understand that. Because, like, before that, I... I was... I was one of like the few people who actually watched his show that was on CBS and uh, it got cancelled so it was it was very touching I don't know he he's kind of one of those big inspirations in my life so he was big for us because flubber right Right around the time we started to grow up, he was always there. Like, everything from Mrs. Doubtfire to Flubber to Hook to the Aladdin show. I mean, the genie. You can't... There's no way you can, like, 
bring him up without the genie. Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting, yeah. Jumanji. You know, like, Good Morning and, Vietnam. And like, Good Morning Vietnam yeah. is one of those big things for me because of, I'm a broadcaster. Yeah. I still haven't seen that movie. And... Um, but, like, you know, you, you even talk to the people, like, five, six years older. You had... Oh, no, not five, it's not five, six years older. Like, our parents remember him as Mork. From, you know, he was on Laverne and Shirley, and then he got his own show as Mork. So, he's been around for years. And I feel I feel like him, the way he died, wasn't... Uh, he, him dying was hard. Finding out how he died was even harder. Hit even harder, because it's like, as someone who made everyone laugh, who always had a smile on his face. Every time you saw him, he had a smile on his face. For someone to go out like that is just heartbreaking. Yeah, he himself was a very like depressed man. Like. Oh yeah, and they say the the saddest people tend to be laugh tend to laugh the hardest. So that just tells you. Oh good God, The Rock officially starring in Robin Williams movie remake. In Jumanji, yeah, that's been known for a couple days. I'm I'm not I'm not totally against that. I'm just it against depends. remakes of stuff. Yeah, he's also in Baywatch. Like, I understand, like, this remake of Spider-Man, because Spider-Man's moving over into a completely different universe. So How do you explain the first one to the second one, then? I'm not going to explain any of that. <laughs> because, honestly, no. They both suffered from the same problem of having too many villains at the end of their fran- respective franchises and crumbled themselves into dust. Whatever. Goodbye. And I'm not typically one to say that I enjoy remakes or, like, I enjoy reboots. I enjoy reimaginings, but I don't enjoy straight up remakes. Like, I've gone on record and said I'm looking forward to this new Voltron reboot because it's different enough from the original Voltron series to stand on its own. Yeah. And what I liked about the Thundercats reboot back in 2011 that got cancelled same reason it was a similar story but it gave you something more amazing spider-man 1 did that for me as well not so much amazing spider-man 2 but you know mainly because they they killed gwen stacy and that was not cool it happened in the comic books i know but emma stone should not go out like that <laughs> she is <laughs> Too badass to have that happen to her. Yeah. But. I can agree with that. I digress. Now, before we start talking about any more depressing topics and I start crying, <laughs> I think we should end it here for now. Yeah, this went on another. This went on probably another 10 more minutes than I think it needed to. <laughs> That's okay. Um, so, yeah. We'll be around for the next part. We'll start talking Toku. It's, it's, well, no, we won't be talking Toku because that's not us. No, we'll be talking <laughs> Toku. We won't be talking Toku. Yeah, true. I did say talking when I first said it, so that's why I had to correct myself. <laughs> yeah, we'll be back after the break. Enjoy the song I 
pick because I don't know what it is. We'll figure it out. Bye. Bye-bye.
Hi, welcome back. New part. We talk men rubber suits now. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Nope. <laughs> I'm really not wrong. <laughs> okay. Men in rubber suits fighting other people in rubber suits because that's what happens. Yeah. So first things first, we always start off with the news because I'm a stickler for staying in the same format. Uh, it's a good for it's a good format. Yeah. So we got some stuff, mainly pertaining stuff. to the Power Rangers movie. Uh, we got the logo revealed now with even less lightning bolts than the teased one, but the lightning bolt looks a lot like Zoom's logo from the Flash. Yeah. Minus the fact that it's black on the Flash, and oh, it's oh, yeah. super silver in Power Rangers. Super silver. Super silverizer. Because that was a great name. Well, I mean, anything beats the Dino Charge Megazord formation. Not wrong. <laughs> but, yeah, we get the logo. It's basically what you would expect from a Power Rangers logo. It's shiny. Oh yeah, it's super it shiny. It, I, I, I don't want to bash it too hard. It just looks like what they would come up with one from the nineties. Yeah, it, you know, it, it, it kind of looks like what they would think of as like a preliminary logo in the nineties before they changed it to what it really was. Like I, I feel, I feel like it kind of actually personifies Power Rangers in that it's a very unoriginal thing. <laughs> yeah. No, my favorite thing, though, is everyone's all up in arms about the little Sabans on the top of it, and just sitting there going, but that, that's always been there. You never complain when there's Marvel over the top of the other movies, so shut up. But even in the TV shows, it's always been there. Oh, Why are you whining show, about it now? Because, see, the, the TV shows is one thing. People don't want it over top of the movie. And it's like, again, watch the Marvel movies. Because it's not just Avengers. It's Marvel's... Marvel's The Avengers. Avengers. It's Marvel's Avengers. Guardians of the Galaxy. It's Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Marvel's Agent Carter. Marvel's yeah. Most Wanted. So if So if you like Marvel movies... Do not complain about this logo, because if you complain about this logo, I mean, not the Marvel logos, you are a gigantic hypocrite, even, and I hate you Even already. DC does it to an extent. I'm not sure if they did it with Batman vs. Superman, but DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. So stop whining. So, stop whining. Moral of the story, shut the fuck up and stop whining. We're getting a Power Rangers movie, so be happy. <laughs> Well, you're going to get those people that essentially... You're going to get the people who, like... Like the same people that came out and made a petition to tell Saban to remake Super Megaforce so that it was better. After Super Megaforce that airs. It's like, are you really that dumb? I hate Super Megaforce. I hate Megaforce. I hated Samurai and Super Samurai. I don't want them to remake them. I want them to move the fuck on. Give it another five years, and then they can do another anniversary special, where it's probably going to be better, hopefully. Eh, we'll see. Anyway. People are going to whine, people are going to complain. This is why I don't look into anything in freaking Toku anymore. Because nobody is ever happy. Nobody. Well, they, a lot of people are especially unhappy with the next piece of news. 
Rita Repulsa. We finally get a look at her in her costume. And, well, it's it's pretty green. And it looks like there's dragon scales on her wrist. It just looks like dragon scales. It looks like fire. Foreshadowing. If she, if she ends up being the Green Ranger... I, I I'll be happy. I'm not gonna say I won't hate that. <laughs> I would actually prefer it. Because if if it's better than like a mind control, I feel like it's just better overall. Well, and here's the thing, like there already there's already like in one of the fan films a girl Green Ranger in the Teenagers with Attitude. Two, the second short film, it hasn't come out yet, but it teased that the white and green ranger are going to be there at the same time, but that the white ranger is going to be Tommy, and I think the the uh, green ranger is going to be like Tammy. What? <laughs> yeah, like I actually believe it or not, if they made a male white ranger and a female green ranger. I'm okay with that. If they made a, a female White Ranger and a male Green Ranger, I'd be okay with that. But, like, a really, actually, really good concept would be twins. I think they are twins. Yeah, and it would make sense with the Tommy Tammy thing. But, that's a little unoriginal for me, anyway. Uh, Tommy and Tammy? I Come think. On. I'm not entirely sure. If it's true. If it's not true, then good. There was a teaser <laughs> posted up on the Zordon fan film page a while ago. Uh, Teenagers with two cast and title cast teaser and title reveal. And it, it would be in, actually what would be a really interesting plot twist is if Rita. Well, see, if they got a younger person to play Rita, I could understand what I what I just sparked into my head would be a better idea but because of her age I'm not saying she can't be a Power Ranger I'm just saying of the age is that what I was thinking of was that like she was actually human mm-hmm. but brainwashed into being Rita and then she created the powers and then she becomes good and takes the powers with her Yeah, you know that type of thing so it's there's still the mind control it's just not Rita mind controlling somebody else as long as it's not mind control I'm but, happy well, because well, I know the back the backlash right now is not from what she looks like. Well, it is what she looks like. It's not because of the green and gold. It's because she doesn't have the horns on her tits. She doesn't look <laughs> the cone like the boobs. Yeah, she doesn't look like the Rita Repulsa we knew. And it's like, obviously, if you went into this thinking it was going to be an exact lookalike to the original television show, you are so delusional. You are beyond delusional if you thought this was going to be the same. Because it's not. It's going to be completely different. This is a reboot, people. A reboot. Not a rehashing, a reboot. It's going to be different. If you can't handle different, shut up and don't pay attention. And leave it for the rest of us. Yeah. I totally just watched that teaser trailer right now and I didn't get any information out of it. So... I don't know what's going on with that. I'm going to look at the Facebook page then. 
but <laughs> the the only thing I want her to do, and I think it would be great if she contacted Barbara Gooden or Goodson and got the lessons of how to talk like Rita. That would be amazing. Like the laugh, the way she delivers lines would be hilarious. Yeah. It would be hilarious. Well, I mean, just go to Power Morphicon because uh, she's going to be there. You'll have to tell me how that is. <laughs> because uh, it does sort of lead into the next piece of news, but I'm going to give it a second because I'm trying to figure out if it's going to be Tommy Tammy or if it's like. I don't know. Uh... Basically, what it comes down to is that if she. I can see that she doesn't make the... She's obviously not going to make the Green Ranger this movie. Because you know there's going to be another Power Rangers movie. Because yeah. it's going to make a lot of money. Between Power Ranger fans, between nostalgia-ridden idiots who don't realize the show continued after Mighty Morphin are going to go see it. So, it's going to make a lot of money. It really will. And there's going to be another Power Rangers movie after it. And I feel like that's when the Green Ranger will be introed. Oh, maybe not. I feel like they'll intro the Green Ranger. I feel like, oh, they've defeated the evil of of the movie, blah, blah, blah. Let's all celebrate. And then there'll be either a mid-credit season or an end-credit season where the Green Ranger appears somehow, you know? Like, a la the original series where it's just a bed and this long pan thing. And then all of a sudden, a body sits up. And then, like, a cloth, the cloth that was on top of it comes down, shows off the helmet, and then black. Oh, it's, I'm looking at the Kickstarter page right now, and it didn't get fully backed. It only got a fifth of the money that it needed. Well, yeah, of course. It's a Power Ranger fan film. You're not going to get money. I'm sorry. You're not. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to make a Power Ranger fan, you want to make a Power Ranger film... Put your stuff into a real. Put your script and all your information into a bigger pool of money. Because going to Power Ranger fans for a fan film is never a good idea. Because they don't care about you and your fan film. Doesn't matter how good it is. What they care about is toys. What they care about is buying the toys and having wall to wall shelves of toys. That's all Power Ranger fans care about. Because that's what I've seen. Watching Dino Thunder and Super Mega Force and Super Samurai. Is that all they care about is the toys. They'll complain about the toys and then buy the toys, but they all they care about is the toys. Well, the guy, Cisco Davis Jr., who did the Zordon of Eltar thing... I watched that. That was good. He actually but... had it completely backed. It was fully backed. It was just that the uh, Teenagers with Attitude probably was... It it had too much to look forward to. Like they needed the money so they they could make the suits and stuff like that, and it went shy because it reached out too far. Yeah, and I mean, and you can take the example of uh, Copan, Michael Copan. Yeah, the movie idea sounded interesting. Don't get me wrong; I would definitely watch that movie. But going to fans for it was not the way they should have gone. Definitely not the way they should have gone. If you had that idea, you should have gone to Saban. 
or Bandai or somebody else with money rather than going, hey, you want to see your favorite Power Rangers actors in a movie without about Power Rangers? Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just tired of actors and people looking to get money from Power Ranger fans because it's not going to happen. It's just not going to. That's my cynical rant for the for the episode. Yeah. Okay. Well, since that's all done, it's all said and done, uh, we're not going to see a, a female Green Ranger anytime soon, unless this is happening. And if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So shut the fuck up, fans. Because a lot of people. When it, if you go into this movie with expectations it's going to suck, you're going to still think it sucks afterwards. Yeah. If you go in with no expectations, just expecting to be entertained, then that's all I could ask for stuff like this. I, I go into movies thinking, oh, it, hopefully it's going to be at least somewhat entertaining for the amount of time it's slated to be. And then I come out of the movie and go, oh, that wasn't a bad movie after all. You know? I come away from it going, yeah. you know, it was a pretty decent movie. Didn't do, like most movies, like it didn't do anything spectacular. It, whatever. Unless we're talking about Zootopia because that just blew my mind. I love the backlash that got from Zootopia. It was because it was just all about furries. It's going to bring out a... a the furry, like, come back or whatever. Come back? They went away? Not come, <laughs> not come back. Like, epidemic of furries, and it's like, okay. Someone enjoys a different way of life. Oh, no. Unless they're blowing people up. Yeah. I mean, if they're not causing physical, mental, or any sort of harm to anyone, why do you give a fuck? Yep. Is this going to cause physical harm to you? No. It'll cause mental harm because they'll have to think about it and then, you know, can't think about Personally, it. Personally, I like the design. It's different. It's not that whole giant, like, witch headdress thing that Rita had. Which just, it didn't seem... Like, it made sense... It makes sense from, like, the the footage standpoint, because she's a space witch. She's a witch. I mean... Yeah. You could... I mean, Rita was sort of a sorceress as well, but... Honestly, it just seemed a little too bulky. And something someone pointed out, and I know someone, someone photoshopped it, and made it look exactly like Scorpina's outfit, because it does. It does. It does have a lot of Scorpina elements to it. The, all like the pointy things and mm -hmm. the hairstyle but yeah so I am now going to move on to the Power Morphicon news because the segue is long but lost yeah um, so a lot more people have been announced for Morphicon we've got Walter Jones uh, original MMPR Black Ranger Karen Ashley the second Yellow Ranger Lex Lang, the voice of Regog, Ecliptor, and Zenaku. Right, Danny God. Slavin, uh, the Lost Galaxy Red Ranger. Melody Perkins, Astronomer and the Lost Galaxy Pink Ranger. The Lightspeed Rescue Titanium Ranger, Rhett Fisher. Carla Perez. 
the uh, suit actor for Rita Repulsa, Jason Yabara, the suit actor for Babu, Kevin Kleinberg, Time Force Green Ranger, Vernon Wells, Rancic from Time Force, Philip Andrew, the Lunar Wolf Ranger from Wild Force, Alex Hartman, Samurai Red Ranger, Valerie Landon, the first Lost Galaxy Pink Ranger, Michael Copon, the Time Force Blue Ranger, Jack Guzman, Wild Force Black Ranger, Anne-Marie Crouch, Princess Shayla, Sierra Hanna, Megaforce, Super Megaforce, Yellow Ranger, and from MMPR the movie, Alpha 5, Peta Marie Rickson. There's a Time Force reunion. It, I should mention that. Because all yeah. six of the Time Force Rangers, as well as Rancic, are going to be there. Yep. It's going to be great. And you know what's going to happen, right? During that? Michael Copon's going to try to get funding for a movie? No. That would be hilarious, <laughs> though. Um, what's going to happen is they're going to stand up and do the transformation scene. And I can't wait because you know someone's going to screw it up. <laughs> and I have a feeling... I have a feeling I know who... I have a feeling of two. It's either going to be... Green or uh, yellow? Green or yellow. Yeah. Because they haven't done the... Like, they're fairly new to the convention scene. Oh, green. This is his first time going... I think... Not first convention? No. Well, I, he's he, been to... He's been to a few. Both he, green and yellow just went on, like... It's on, It's been within, like, the past couple months that they've past, started going well, to convention. Within the past year or so, yeah. And, uh, yeah... You know who I'm waiting to go to Power Morphicon? Who? Amy Jo Johnson. Because I, I will admit, she's started going to actual conventions now. Not just what she did originally with uh, Lexington Comic Con. Mm-hmm. How it was like she didn't actually go to the convention. She just had something that just happened to be in the same building as Lexington Comic Con. It had nothing to do with the rest. She just like went into a room, talked with people for a few hours, performed a couple of her songs, and then left. Now she's actually going to conventions, so I'll give her credit for that. I just, I just really want the Dino Charge cast to go because I want to meet all of them. I feel, I feel like even though it hasn't been announced, I feel like they will because. Silver the, hasn't been announced yet, so it would make sense to announce the silver Silver's actor at that point. Actually, we don't know the actor, but we know who is playing Silver. We do? Yes. Because you don't have it on here. I completely forgot about it until you mentioned it. There was episode summaries. I don't know how true they are, but someone... I can't remember where I... It was somewhere on Facebook. I saw somewhere someone posted a link. It was like to a French or different... It was different language. And it had Silver Ranger and... Oh, that's right. It was on Ranger Crew? Miss CD? Change um, Dragon. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Posted a link to a website in another language that had one word, Zenowing. So... Torin? We know that Torin will be in Super Megaforce, or not Super, Super Megaforce, in Super, Super Di- D- Dino Supercharge. Well, we knew Doomwing was the yeah. dark counterpart. So we know Zenowing will be there. We know he will be silver. Which makes 
no sense if it's true. <laughs> no sense whatsoever. And then there, there was also mention of someone um, that people are thinking is uh, Chaos, Chaos, whatever, from Kill Uger. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's here. No. Maybe this is it. Yeah, this is it. In case there are any, there was any doubt, Zeno Wing is silver. She posts here. I'll, I'll post you a link. To JDF it. versus Urkel. What? Oh my God! Please no. That's the link. JDF there. appeared on Family Matters back in the day. Oh yeah, he did. Because <laughs> uh, Steve Urkel's character had this. Uh, uh, machine that would change his entire self and give him the personality of certain celebrities and he did one where he, he he turned into Bruce Lee a few times and one of the times he did it he also transformed with the two kids of the show to fight off bullies in the park and one of the bullies was Jason David Frank yeah, here we go. Also, the page mentions... Previously, Lord... Zenowing was apprentice was an apprentice to Keeper. He arrived on Earth after the asteroids when he and his dinosaurs became extinct. At the end of each battle, he leaves the Zords to protect all inner gypsies. I, I translated it from French, so it this it could be lost completely in translation. Okay. Uh, I said Lord Arcanon. Mm. So it's chaos, probably. Interesting. And actually, actually, that's not a bad way to do it. You know, especially if like he's turned evil. You know, essentially, he it's going to be the Green Ranger saga where he's he's turned evil. They have to turn him back, uh, and when he turns back and becomes silver. I'm once again. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right. Well, anyways, I'm going to Morphicon. I'm going to go bug some people. I'm probably going to go poke, poke Bear, uh, Eric Berry a few times. I won't be because it's very possible at that point I might be moving. So, yeah. We'll have to see how things go. Yeah. And, well, I mean, I won't be going to Morphicon at all. It's just, you know. Not this time around. There, there, there may be a month in that area where I don't. We don't do a show. Or I might just do a show by myself and it'll just be me going, I'm just going to read the dictionary to you and I'm going to choose well, a letter actually, each week. Actually, um, we could probably talk with Eric. Uh, is Zach going too? Uh, I know all of Ranger Command is going. All three of them. Okay. Um, well, maybe you can talk with Eric about being a guest on his show. Because you know they're going to probably do one with Toku Nation, so I feel like asking you to be a part of it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Well, yeah. Well, and yeah. then there may not be an episode for us, but if he's if Sean is on Ranger Command Power Hour with all of everybody else, then we'll let you know. But that's like four months down the road, so <laughs> yeah, it's in August, so we'll see. Yeah. So moving it happens my birthday weekend. So moving away from Power Rangers and onto Japan at mock speed. At mock speed with a lot of heart. There you go. 
Um, so you know how the drive, like, saga cinema, V-cinemas were a thing with, like, Chaser? Well, we just got another one. At a door slamming. <laughs> Kamen Rider Mach. And, apparently, Kamen Rider Heart. You heard me right. Another Roid Mude gets a rider form. And still not Kiriko. <laughs> oh, female riders. Why would there ever be a female rider? That would be, you know, transitional. Because it made sense that she would at one point in time. And they even teased it when she first tried on the drive system. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Again, that would, that would be, that would have progress. Though. That would make sense. That too. So, yeah. So these V cinemas will be coming out in November. So expect us to get the subs for them in July. No, <laughs> I kid. When, More like when, when March. Does, when does it come out? November sixteenth. November sixteenth. We'll get them. Probably like it'll probably take about a month. So December, January ish. It depends at depends on how how much overtime or TVN TV Nihon uh, prioritizes them. Which overtime might because it's drive. Yeah. Because we all we all know they didn't do they didn't do the uh, Tokyuger uh, Nin Ninja team up. Well, they might just they might just be on the back burner me. because they're doing what is essentially four shows right now. Garo, the two current oh, superhero time, and then Amazons. Yeah, that's true. And T- TV Nihon just does everything. They're just like, yeah, here's well, everything. If, if they did everything, they would do some of the talk shows. And nobody does talk shows, and I don't know why. It still boggles my mind why nobody subtitles them. I don't understand it. Okay. I never will. So, the Blu-ray Deluxe, if you get like the Blu-ray Deluxe Edition or the DVD Deluxe Edition, you'll get two brand new shift cars. The Shift Ride Crosser and the Shift Hartron. So the Shift Ride Crosser actually fulfills half of what I wanted life, like what I wanted out of Drive. I wanted there, like, for Chase and Chaser and Mach to have like a Triderron-esque form where their bikes become their outfits, become their suits. That might be happening. That would be interesting. Or it might I just, so. or great. it might just be Chaser Mock, or it might just be Super <laughs> Dead Heat. You know what would be even cooler? Instead of Mock transforming his bike into armor, he transforms Chaser's bike into armor. Well, it might just do both because the ride crosser is uh, essentially a car. Oh right, yeah, okay, that's right. And then we get the shift Hartron, which I have no idea what that is. I have no idea what it looks like. There's no pictures, no nothing. Oh, it's almost like an AU where Hart becomes like dry. Okay, well, actually, there are, but they're silhouettes. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, they look very shadowy. My intrigue. What was the what's the word I was thinking? Of? My intrigue has been peaked. That makes absolutely no sense. No, that that does make <laughs> sense. Your intrigue has been peaked. 
Like it piques your interest? That's what I meant to yeah. say. But there's not much else to say about it other than I'm excited writers for cuz drive. drive now. So speaking of ghost, we're not talking about ghost at all, but you know, segues. <laughs> talking about common writer. Yeah. Ghost <laughs> happened. Yep. Uh, 26. That was the one where Akari figures out the whole thingy magic, like the whole cloud thingy, and starts putting, like, buttons on people. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And Onari even puts one on Javel, uh, on Javert's head. But that's in that 27. Was, it's it's still funny. It's just like, boop. In, tw- in 26, Akari puts one on a- uh, Alan, Elaine. Alan. It's, I say Alan, but then you have uh, Overtime, which does Elaine. A-L-A-I-N. Well, that's how I sort of I say Alan. I'll say, I, I think of Alan like A-L-A-N. That's Alan. No, Alan is A-L-L-A-N. Or A-L-L-E-N. E-N. No, well, yeah. I know people by the name of Alan, and it's A-L-A-N. Hmm. Anyways, digressions galore. <laughs> Episode title? Oh yeah, digressions galore. Write it down. Uh, um, where's my pen? Where's my? Because we for we forget them so easily. Yeah, I I do forget these things so easily. I say you could have typed it in the Skype chat. I could have, but that would involve me typing on the computer, and I don't want people hearing me type. Um. So yeah, Akari <laughs> figures out the composition of the, the thingamajigger, and I think this was the same time, at the same time, uh, Necrom finally got to use his icons again, because he developed emotions. Uh, was that? Because I think, yeah, because he fought with Necrom, lost energy quickly, and then he wanted the strength to help. Was it Takaru or someone it was else? The power then... just to help someone. Yeah, I think it was then... Canon. Canon? Yeah, it might have been. And then like the Grim, one of them, the Grim one was like, "Hey, you can use me now," and he's like, "Okay," and then transforms. And I like that it's only Necrom that has the time limit, and it's not Grim or Sanzo that have like the quote unquote energy time limit. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if he even transforms into Necron. He does. Well, I mean... (laughs) Only when Ghost goes grateful. Well, because it's like, it can't last. (laughs) Because it used to be just based off of other things, like... It would suck up the power of of the Ganma, yeah. And he doesn't do that. So, yeah. Uh, Who knows? And, And then... Let's see, they defeat the two uh, airplane bros again. Other than that, not much else happened. Exciting news. and I mean, other than, I believe, Adele has, like, the, the tablets come from the sky and they all turn into clones of him. Oh, yeah. Which was really yeah. creepy. Yeah. So I feel like they're going to be the big bad of the mm-hmm. season. Of the series. Yeah. And then 27, Onari pops the little tablet onto 
Javert's head and it's like, here, have some food. And he's like, food? What's food? Oh my god, this is delicious. <laughs> and it's it's just weird. Like, seeing him evil is weird because he was Ken in uh, Geki Ranger. He was Geki <laughs> Chopper. So to see him playing an evil character is weird. So once he starts actually, like, being a decent human being, it was just kind of even weirder. <laughs> yeah. And then, let's see. Takaru and Alan are now in the Ganma world. They're like, let's go find your dad. And let's go find Makoto. And, yeah. Uh... And then they ran around. And then Alan was like, I'm going to leave you to this, but not going to tell you. And then I'm going to run away. And then Takaru was like, well, shit. And then defeats everything. With the help of Kimiko and Ryoma, and then runs off. We're like, crap, maybe he got captured. Finds the best in people. And then and finds the away. original emperor just like chanting, praying. Hanging out. Just hanging and out. It's like, hold up. Wait, there's a barrier? One second. Let me just pull a sword out of my crotch and. Hiya, hiya. All right, you're free. <laughs> yeah. And then Alan shows up. They have a small heart to heart talk, and then. Blamo from Adele, and Adele's like, hey, look at my twin, and then just everybody runs. And then the dad just is like, I'm just going to evaporate now. Bye. <laughs> I'm, be- I'm going to become part of the Speed Force. <laughs> yeah, and then, let's see, Makoto gets out, runs into the chamber where Grateful was, finds the Deep Spectre icon, and then the Grand Magistrate slash old dude is like, you know, I was going to give that to Takaru, but you can have it. Technically, it was more like, I'm always going to give it to him. And then Makoto's like, I think I'm going to take it. And okay. he's like, all right. And then it turns into, and he picks it up, and like the Deep Spectre shows up. Which begs the question, what would have happened if Takaru would have picked it up? Would have been like Deep Ghost? Or if Alan picked it up, Deep Necrom. Deep Necrom, yeah. I don't know. I, f- I feel like that'd be an interesting thing down no the road to, idea. to bring up. And then we get to see Deep Spectre next episode. Yep. I think that I think I like the idea of Alan slowly coming to the good side. Like he's not like fully there but he yet. He sees how much of a dick his brother is. And then he finally saw his the, dad, the his body. The, I would say the, the body disapparating or not disapparating. That's Harry Potter like, term. Yeah, I know. It essentially became dust. Disintegration, yeah. Disintegration, thank you. I knew it was and in there his, somewhere. And then he watched his dad sort of poof in a vapor. Yep. Again, part of the speed force. Yeah. It was blue, too, I think. Yeah. Yes? Okay. I'm here. I exist. Alright. Jeff will pay you ten bucks if you want to pick Sam up at Sky Zone at nine o'clock tonight. Uh I'm at Emily's tonight. You're at Emily's tonight? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I made a promise to my girlfriend. I'm not gonna go pick up my stepbrother from Trampoline Gym if I'm already far enough away. Okay. Well, without further interruptions. My mother now knows I exist. Yep. Amazons. Amazons. So, 
picks up right where it left off. Shenanigans yep. happens, and then uh, Amazon Alpha grabs Amazon Omega and is like, "Okay, you're coming with me. Come on, come on." And dra- that was good, actually. <laughs> I just like drags that. him away. He's like, uh, "No, no, no! You don't get to do whatever you want." Just pulls him by his ear and pulls him away, <laughs> <laughs> and brings him back over to his apartment. And uh, then the exterminators are like, "Okay, so we lost that guy. The other guy turned out to be an Amazon." Fuck. Are any of you Amazons either? No? Okay. Alright. And... Let's see. They ate some food. The Amazon... The writer Amazons ate some food. Omega got his belt. Because it was a spare. And then the end of the episode he transformed... Yeah, he was on the yeah. rooftop, and he was all like, I don't know what's going on, and he's like on his knees, and he just yells out Amazon and then in a he weird twists voice, and then pulls and it, and goes, Omega! And then, Which I have to admit, I like the Omega suit. Oh, wait, no, it wasn't at the end. Oh, it was because more towards the middle. He ch- yeah. Well, no, it was, it was towards the end. It was towards the end, but it wasn't the right. end. Because he transformed on the roof, jumped off the roof, scaled all the rooftops, blah, blah, blah got to the battle where they were all facing off against Go Buster Blue, let's be honest. And then he showed up, fought off him, cut him in half a la Darth Maul. <laughs> and then Alpha and Omega had a stare down, and then so that was the end. It was not the rip in half that you saw that uh, Martian Manhunter did to Indigo. No, it was a slice in half with his wrist blades. Yeah, and he even fell. He even like fell back too. He like stumbled back a few steps, and then his body hit the ground, and then his torso rolled down the hill. Well, yeah, because they did that stayed like, up at the top, like that swords, like that anime swordsman trope where both of them zoom past each other, and then one of them gets sliced yep. in half after a few seconds. Or my favorite's like yep. they slice through them. He puts the sword back into the sheath, and then the then it takes effect. That's pretty cool. Still haven't learned how to do that yet. <laughs> I, I try every time I cut like my food. It's like, yeah. Oh, it just did it instantly. Damn it! <laughs> the magic, the magic of, of animation and television. Um, and then we go into episode three, where it's more so centered on the extermination team and like the company. Yep. And then, uh, by the end of it, Omega joins the extermination team, and Alpha's like, oh, why did you give him my extra belt? <laughs> I felt sorry for him. Uh, okay, alright. He's my responsibility now. <laughs> oh, and then they took the the tracer off, off the top of the truck and gave uh, Alpha a the wrong coordinates. So he ends up in a harbor, and he's just like, yeah, where is everyone? Huh, I've been duped. And then, and, and then, uh, um, shit, what was I gonna say? <laughs> the Mamoru, who, who was the Amazon with them, kind of, like, freaks out because the one dude died. Yeah. And he can't, he couldn't fight properly because he didn't have his full, he didn't have his head in the fight. They go to and that then, building, and then they find out? It's just infested with Amazons. 120-something. Yep. And they're just all like, 
I think it was like 180, 180 something. They're all just like, shit. I love that. <laughs> I love overtime when they do that because it's got a more darker tone. Whenever they say something like that, they say shit instead of like darn or damn. <laughs> they're know? literally just all like collectively shit. <laughs> And then, uh, don't forget, Omega now has oh, yeah. a bike. So he's like official. He's officially of course, a rider. It looks now. like Alpha's. It's the bike that I think it's the bike that's supposed well, to be for Alpha. Oh yeah, I th- I first originally thought he was going to pull a a um, shit. What the hell was his name? I am horrible tonight with this. Um, double. Axel. I thought he was gonna. It was gonna. He was gonna pull an <laughs> Axel, a common rider Axel, and turn into the dirt bike. Oh no, it's not that simple. Because <laughs> it also brings up more questions. Like, if the belt, if the bike looks a lot like Alpha, does that mean Alpha was originally a rider? Supposed. Like, he was supposed to be working for the company, but then just said, fuck it, I'm not working for you guys anymore, and then left? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Are you messing with a lighter? You just gonna turn into Mick Rory now? (sighs) Flame on, bitches. (laughs) Oh, I never brought up a point I wanted to bring up during that shit. <laughs> oh, well, we'll have to wait for two weeks then. <laughs> Damn it. It was such a good point, too. You can I tell me that about after. it. I, bl- I blame Mitomo. Yeah. We'll blame Mitomo. Okay, so are we done with Kamen Rider Amazon? Yeah, I can't, I can't wait. I really... It'll be interesting if they use this Amazon instead of the older Amazon. Like, I think I think it would be interesting. I, I was going off, not a tangent, but just to, like, an idea. If, because um, Hongo Takashi's actor is no longer going to come back and play Ichigo, if they stopped Ichigo, Ichigo does not appear in Rider movies anymore. What they should have done is they should have had him pass the mantle. Instead, we else. just see him that in the crossover fighting in some out. other country on a rooftop fighting some bad guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you would have had somebody else take the mantle of Ichigo, then we would have had, like, Kamen Rider the next and the first and all of that. But then it would have been canon. So whenever quote-unquote Ichigo would show up, it would be this new guy, a la, like, Space Sheriff Gavin. Whenever Gavin shows up now, it's not, um, Kenji Oba. It's not him anymore. He was the original. He passed the mantle onto the new guy. He Gavin. still shows up. So whenever still Gavin shows, shows up, up... but he's more of, like, the Space Sheriff, like, Sheriff Sheriff. He's, he's the, the Sheriff now. of the Space Sheriff. He's the... He, yeah, he's the commander and like in charge of the space sheriffs. He's no longer goes out as Gavin. He's retired from that, but he's still involved. So that's this is what that's what I wanted them to do with Ichigo. I wanted them to be like Hongo Takashi is done being Ichigo. The Ichigo we've known for the past forty five years is done. He went into retirement. Pass the mantle on to somebody else. 
You know, I mean, like, it wouldn't have been that far of a stretch, and I just wish they would have done it. Because then, every time Amazon would show up, we would see this Amazon. We'd see what we know as now Omega. But, again, this is me thinking, not corporate execs, money, money, ching, ching stuff. So, mm-hmm. So... Moving on to cube animals. Because I couldn't find a segue. We we got That's pictures, funny. catalog images of well, more of Jewel of the World's cubes. We got his actual mecha and another we have a I think that's Okay, so there's another exclamation point. That's the bat boomerang. And then we've got the... Uh, whatever the hell that is. I think it's like a crane or something. Probably... It probably won't be a crane. Probably be like a condor. Oh, no, it is a condor. Yeah. Sorry. It is, in fact, a condor. And it's number zero. Which will be interesting. Well, it's at the bottom of the phone, so it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero. Oh, oh yeah, it just, it, it takes me back to uh, the days of Bokenger. Bokenger, Bokenger did that. Their uh, their jet was technically number ten, but they had zero. So this, they're just taking the zero all the way. Mm-hmm. And it also shows us pictures of you know all the mech, like all three of the mechs. Like separated, like so we have Juo King, Juo Wild, or yeah, Juo Wild, and then Toseo or something. Uh, yeah, it's Toseo. No, Toseo. Tosai Juo. Tosai Juo. That's where it is. And yeah. then they, then we have Wild Juo King, and then the complete combination, which is just the Geeksamuck Giganto, which looks shit. With toys, but will look better in the show. <laughs> yeah, and it just takes me again, takes me right back to Goanger. Of course, the cubes now become hands. I guess in the yeah, that's ultimate like. formation, which is just here's literally what the ultimate formation is. It's one two. It's one through eight. No, actually, it's Stacks. one through nine, including the uh, the transport, which is nine, which is the rhino, and then. Four exclamation marks. Yep. And <laughs> and Yamato's getting a new form. Juo Mega Man. Or as I like to call him, Juo Chopper. Basically. Uh, so he transforms into Juo Whale using this cube gun thingy, and it transforms into a hand cannon, which is why I said Mega Man, because it looks like a Mega Buster. And he does yeah, the transformation. I mean, I can see that. And the transformation is done as such. I actually enjoy the design. The design looks cool. The head, the helmet looks great. The whale going from the bottom, like from his knee all the way up, looks cool. It just looks cool. Oh yeah, it does. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. You know, I'm not <laughs> knocking the way it looks. I'm just saying when I see it, all I can think of is Geki Chopper. It's also a simplistic transformation too. You just pull the top part up and you fold the back pieces back and boom. Well, simplistic as far as the actual 
like thing to do the transformation but once you get the cg and all that stuff involved it's going to be even more just ridiculous oh yeah what i want is i want more rangers to or member sentai members whatever the hell you want to call them to wear trench coats sort of like uh <laughs> shinkenger final form thing oh yeah the uh the hyper and uh the super forms yeah of course, you could almost say at that point it's really close to being a writer, but, you know. Yeah, but I like it. And it just, like, there's the theory going around that uh, Yamato is going to be getting a form from each of the locations. Because he has the sky one, which is Eagle. He has one from Earth, the jungle, which is the gorilla. And he's getting one from the water now, which is the whale. What would he be getting? A polar bear? Yes. A, pe- a, pang- or a penguin? penguin? We've already had a penguin a in Gekki Ranger. I uh, wouldn't put it past it to have a penguin then. And then from the savanna, could be anything. But There's really nothing else. I mean, they've got the giraffe, they got the lion. And I don't think they do savanna because that's, that's, that's Yellow's whole thing. The champion of the savanna. Which brings me to another point. Reasons why I like Overtime's sub of the Juoger stuff. Because uh, TV Nihon just says Monarch, and it just doesn't fit as well as, like, Champion. Yeah. Well, again, it's TV Nihon. They Don't get me started. Um, yeah. I, I, I think, like, Champion of the Skies, Champion of the Ocean. It just sounds cooler. Like champions of the earth, united we roar. That's guardians of the earth, but close. <laughs> <laughs> I just I want to know if Jewel Whale is going to have a mecha. My guess is yes, because if you look at that same picture below it, uh huh, you see those three pictures. Bottom left one, underneath Wait, the demonstration. One? Oh yeah. Oh, I see it. I see it. There you go. It is not a cube animal, though. Doesn't need to be. It's the bird. Well, it's a power I mean, up. It doesn't have to look like the rest of them. I mean, Joe, the world's uh, rhino is cube-ish. A train. It's cube-ish, but not cube. Yeah, it's not really a cube. So, I mean, in the mech could be the the first one, like the gold one. That could be the whale. And then it just has two forms. Because it looks... It it kind of looks like it combines with the crane... Or the condor. Because if you look at the green picture... It yeah. kind of looks like... The purple one. It just has the... The... Um, the different head to it. Yeah. There's just so many freaking combinations now. It's even got a I, it's even got a date on them too. Did you see that? September first. Oh yeah. Nine one, and then the last one is ten one. Jeez. Like I'm okay with this many combinations. Just don't don't do not please for the love of all that is holy, do not give us another go onger. Putting all of those mechs together because it looked like shit. It couldn't fight. It just walked around and it was so bad. 
No, 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 no. It, give us another Pyramidus. Just the final attack be falling on top. <laughs> that was That's great. That's your final attack. Yep. Final attack. Just fall. lands on top of it. And... <laughs> mm, yeah. Or, well, same could be said about uh, Shinkenger's uh, ultimate combination. Not really. Because when it combined with the bull, it became Samurai Hao, and it was technically just the normal Shinkenger mech, like the powered up one with the three the three auxiliary mechs. Mm-hmm. He just sat on a platform, and then it just moved, like it had like treads, and it just moved. Or Lion Hao, that was just. Like, uh, it's... What was it? Uh, Shurikenjin Hao and Gekiatsu Daio Hao. Oh, yeah, where it just looks like a giant tank. Or even going so far as, um... Hyper Tokyo or whatever. Oh, yeah, with the giant platform thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that thing. The to- Again... Another case of the toy looking horrible. But I do... But, I mean, I kind of do want to see it just for shits and giggles. Also, I don't I don't want to change where you were going, but I went over to the next picture that shows, like, the, the close-up of the helmet for yeah. Red's Oh, I was already there, yeah. Okay. How much you want to bet he gets another form? Because looking at uh, you that, see, you see another hat. Uh, you see another helmet underneath. Yeah. How, oh, how much I you, do. I how, see it. How much you oh my god! That it happens. slides. He grabs it, slides it and up. he slides it back, and he gets another form. Oh fuck! Which yeah. would make actually would make sense to go along with what you were saying. Yeah. How it's eagle to gorilla, and then he uses the hand cannon to go into whale, but then like. Has Something another else transformation that he goes into another transformation. So oh it God. would make sense. Yeah, that is insane. And with Chiching, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, expect more. Like, and what I like is. People are going to complain. Oh, Red's getting all the power-ups. Shut the fuck up. Welcome to Super Sentai. One, welcome to Super Sentai. And two, he's the best Red we've had in like two years. So what was that? It was right in Takahara. Yeah, actually, yeah. Right wasn't bad. He was a little loud at times, but he wasn't bad. No, but it's Yamato is definitely better than Right. Oh, he is. Because he's got a personality, he's not loud, he's not over-exuberant, he's like, oh my god, a normal person. Well, and to give it credit where it's due, Tokyujer, the the five Tokyujers were children in adults' bodies. So, I'm giving that bit a slide of a pass right there. I just had the weirdest thought for Tokyujer. I'm so glad it's a kid show, because if it wasn't a kid show, they would have gone down an entirely different track. Because he would have been like, why do I have hair down there? What are these weird feelings? I do not understand this. Why do I like looking at a woman's chest? What is this? Even though Tokachi was feeling the exact same... He was actually having those 
about Mio. That, that's that's different. Having like a crush on someone is different. Like I I remember there was a girl who had a crush on me when we were in kindergarten. So it's possible to get crushes. It's more of like the like going from a five year old I think this girl is cute type of reaction to oh my god I'm noticing curves I'm noticing the ass I'm noticing the boobs and all of that situation that's a lot of just stuff to just course through your head and they never actually like did anything about it thank god well yeah I'm happy they didn't I'm just saying with a non-kid show I can guarantee you that probably would have happened Super Sentai After Dark (laughs) aka all the special movies like Amazon yeah. And the final picture is basically just the same picture again. A second time. Okay. Yep. So It's because they, it's because it cycles back up because it's the one they used for the header for the article. Yeah. And that's it for the Toku News. So we're going to talk about Juojer. Time loop. Stinky perfume that puts you in a nightmare state where you relive... Basically, it was the Groundhog Day episode. Yep. And... That I feel should have been a two-parter. Nothing else actually really came out of it, though. Other than we now know that they are kind of homesick. I had to feel... They all kind of were. I mean, it was the episode where Amu didn't want to actually look... Because she got depressed about, like, we're not actually going back, so let's just allocate to this world... Let's just go get ice cream all the time. And then you had the episode before that where Sella was looking out the window and she had the whole brooch thing. So... Oh, no, that was the... Wait, no, that was this episode. That was this episode. Yeah. I was going to say. Because I just remembered because he, like, she found the brooch and, you know, he took the brooch and he clasped it in his hands and, like, poked himself. And that's how he woke up and he woke up everyone else except for Tusk and then they just had to take Tusk and just go ah take water to the face see that's why I felt like it should have been a two parter because they woke up really easily like it was just like I was waiting for it to be like no they needed to like get some sort of herb or they needed to they needed Yamato who maybe suddenly woke up Sela somehow and the two of them had to defeat the monster to bring them back but it was just sort of like Oh, I'm awake. Hey, everybody, wake up. And then they all wake up. It's like, really? That's kind of like, you know, anticlimactic. Well, he kind of shook them awake. Still. So one could say that the perfume wasn't that strong after all. Except for Eh. for Tusk because of his strong sense of smell. I guess. I don't know. Ouch. It's a cynic in me, I guess. I just hit myself in the face with my back scratcher fun yeah (laughs) so after that episode we get master Guinness and him sending the time bomb portal thingy which killed a cat it killed a cat and I am not happy about that at all yeah it did and Yamato uses his super eyes to find it and then Leo's like, I'm just going to climb up this entire thing. I'm going to throw it. And we're... Oh, it almost fell to its doom. Oh, wait, we pressed the button and it turned into a giant robot. Oopsie. 
I mean, you had to have known it wasn't going to be that easy. Oh, I knew it wasn't going to be that easy. <laughs> I will admit, I feel like Yamato should have utilized his... Oh, we forgot he, to mention... Um, sooner. Cube Mole showed up in episode 9 and destroyed the giant plant. Oh, yeah. Because... And then know, you got the message why? from me. Why do they have to spin the entire mech around to spin the drill? Because Sentai Logic... Yeah, I mean, look at Gohan Jiren, uh Car Ranger's finisher. Car Ranger's finisher? Where it starts finisher. going straight. Oh my god. And then it starts, like, spinning really, really, really fast, and then slices through. So, I mean, why did it have to do that? Didn't have to, just Sentai. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's your explanation. Why is it this? Sentai. It's Sentai logic. <laughs> um, I swear, I am a very logical person. You have heard it. The audience has heard it many times so when I break stuff down. I do not break down Sentai. Because you can't. You really can't. You go insane trying to. You go around in circles. Because, like, oh, that's supposed to be the way it is, and that's supposed to be the way it is, and that's supposed to be the way it is, and then you just spend an hour going in reverse. Yeah. And so, back to Georgia 10. Episode 10. Uh, they the fight against the robot didn't go so well and the robot's now destroying the town and then Yamato gets saved by eagle dude Amu Amu and Yamato go searching while the other three just pull an overdrive and say we quit yeah yeah that's great and as the buildings of heroes of the universe and then we get to meet eagle dude and eagle dude's like i saved your life bitch didn't actually say anything but it's it's fine it's not fine it's kaiza hmm secret secretly kaiza it's it's kaiza's actor from fies okay and yeah so we finally got to meet the guy who transferred his eagle powers into yamato a decade ago and he's got gray hair too which makes sense. And yet we never got to see Larry's human form. Sad face. But then again, Larry oh, doesn't, yeah. didn't have a champion cube. Eagle guy does. Oh yeah, that makes that's a he good point, He stole actually. the champion cube. One of the seven champion cubes. There's seven. Why didn't I think of that? So that mean, does that mean they're going to be a seventh? Not necessarily. I say seven in... Well, actually, one, two, three, four, five. Because I'm counting up the mech, so there's ten. There's ten total. And then auxiliary. One, two, three, four. Can you imagine if we got a... Five. Can you imagine if we got a purple one with gold trim to go with the condor? Maybe. That'd be pretty cool. Not gonna lie. Who knows? <laughs> And then, what I like to call the one half of a decent crossover featuring the almost death of the worst red ever, Ninjas vs. Trains. Spoiler alert, Trains win. Yeah. Again, I I watched this. Um, I wasn't hyped for it. I've been hyped for many team-ups. This one I wasn't too into it either. Mainly because of how bad of a taste a ninja has left in my mouth. Like, I was excited to see yeah. the Tokyo's again, because I like the Tokyo's. Specifically Akira, because he's the greatest 
thing ever. He loves bathtubs. His shirt was also his best friend. I, f- I feel like Tokuger is the same with like some of the Power Rangers. Because the actors seem like they are pretty freaking cool. The characters they play are just... Eh. Like, I enjoyed it. Like, I wasn't going into Tokuger thinking, oh, we're going to get like a super serious, super... like. I wasn't either. But there's a certain level of comedy, and there's a certain type of comedy that I can take, and like three quarters of Tokuger was the comedy that I don't like. The over-the-top just ridiculous humor. Like the episode where they dressed up as women and they wore wigs and stuff. Or the wigs episode with the chickens on them. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that's that's the type of humor I don't like. Some things were hit and miss with me, but overall, like, the story of it was good. Oh, yeah. I mean, the story for Ninja could have been good, too. It was just everything else behind it was horrible. Yeah. And with this, uh, they go to Ninja Land. Or we're about to, and they fall asleep, and then the Tokujers are like, Yeah, no, you don't want to go there. Kagura saving Kenji. Uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Color? Green. Because I know the rest of their names. His name just... Oh, yeah. Um... It starts with an H, I believe. Hikaru. Hikaru. Hikari. Hikari? Hikari. I think so. Um, one of the, It's one of the two. I think Hikari is a female. I think Hikaru is the, the male version. <laughs> I'm looking it up. Yeah. Because there was a, a Magishine... The go- essentially Solaris Knight. No, it, it is Hikari. Oh, okay. I was close. The one with the Kendama? Yeah. That that entrance was amazing. That was funny. I, 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 that that, was... He's probably my favorite character from that show. From from Tokyuger. Yeah. Uh, and then, let's see. I think it was Mio and Tokachi saved everyone except for Takaharu. Saved the others except and for And I would have been happy if it ended there. But my favorite was, like, they were in the dream, like, and they were spies, and I'm like, why do they look like the Go-Busters? All why I, is everything that's spy-related Go-Busters? All, all I cared about was I really like Kasumi's outfit. <laughs> it, it's, it's, the, it's the weird, like, man part of me, but I really like Kasumi's outfit, because... And, what, you know. and their code names were, it's like, Cloud, No Wave, because uh, Nagi was, like, the stillness. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Let's see. And then it was just Fuka and Takaharu. And then Fuka got saved by Tokachi and Mio. While Takaharu's like, I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna... No, they both were pulled out. And I think Takaharu didn't... He was. They were fighting in the train. And Takaharu didn't get off in time. So he ended up being taken into Ninja Land. And the ninja dude's like, I like ninjas and I'm gonna make you evil. Yep. So here, have some evilness. And then they pulled a Shinkenger. And he split in half. And so he's a time remnant then. Or, or the would it be a ninja leftovers. remnant? He was the leftovers. Uh, 
He's a ninja remnant. I'm and then we him. finally meet up with Wright, and he's just like, Hi, guys. <laughs> well, no, he actually chased after them into Ninja Land. I think. Wright played the character I knew he was going to play. The essentially the grizzled veteran. Yeah. <laughs> he knew what was going on. He didn't act like the goofy character he was in the show. He acted like a veteran. Someone who had been through all of something like this before. And he taught. And that, again, I like that aspect because that I feel like that's what the the incoming cast should do is teach them something. They tend to do it where, like, the incoming team, like, the new team learns from the old team, but then the old team can kind of learn something from the new team. Um, I don't think they did that with this one because you can't really learn anything. They somehow the got they somehow got the ability to be ninjas <laughs> because reasons because imagination Sentai? because yeah, the imagination yeah. Tokuger is all imagination all the time. So yeah, and I did I did like I did like the scene where Tokachi um, was fighting things and then did like the whole ninjutsu thing where he for he made like the hay. Yeah, the, the hay figure that fell down, and then he kind of like shows up right in front of the camera and goes save. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was good. Uh, possibly. I'm in the middle of something though. <sighs> <laughs> well, luckily, unless you have anything else to add. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Uh, well, I was going to add a few more things. Like, Akari... Uh, no, um, not Akari. Uh, Akira. He comes and is like, this is my place too. And then he stops for a second. Do something. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, we're doing that now. And... Yeah, no, it was... Overall, it was a decent team up. Half of it disappointing, the other half being pretty good. Like, one half being like people. Like, the Tokyujers, they did what they needed to do. They did a good job of being the Tokyujers. And I liked that. Yeah. I just really wish Takaharu faded into nothingness. Because. Just don't like him. Oh yeah, I mean, I think we were all hoping. Well, like we would, it wouldn't happen, but we all wish that, you know, he would just, you know, like fade into nothingness, and then we'd be all be like, yes. Granted, they did like, I think it was the, uh, the cannon. They're like, okay, so think of one thing he fears the most. Let's just fire red peppers at. Is it wrong like, that I knew what it was? <laughs> no, it, no, it's obvious. <laughs> what is the one thing your brother hates? I knew exactly what it was. As soon as they did, I'm like, peppers. And then they did peppers. And I was like, okay. Also, let's be fair. Red peppers are better than green peppers. I'm not a fan Just... of peppers. Green peppers are bitter. Red peppers are sweeter. Ah. That's why I like them better. But yeah, so that that was that. And that ended all that fun stuff. And now we wait till next year. Where we have Juoger versus Ninja. And then we'll hopefully be gone. Like, the Ninjas will be gone after that point. 
Uh, actually, we may not see that because oh, that's right. It's the the forty fifth. It's, it's the fortieth. The fortieth. Yeah, fortieth. Yeah, Riders forty fifth. Riders forty fifth. Sentai's is fortieth. Yeah. So, being that it's another milestone. zero zero, yeah, it's another milestone anniversary. We might get a Juoger versus Super Sentai. Which means, if anybody comes back from Ninja, it'll be like one person. And or, please, be it not Takaharu. Well, <laughs> it depends. Um, On who's available? Yeah, because the, la- the last one they did was... It was... The 199 Heroes. Well, there was also the Bokendra one that you could take. That was Yeah, that was five years before that. And then yeah, because uh, the 199 five Heroes years. was 35th. Yeah. So and then the thirtieth was Bokenger. was the Bokenger one, where they brought back one hero from the previous four seasons, and then actually technically two from Magic Ranger. Yeah, because um, they had previous uh, Magic Shine. Yeah, previous to that, they did Gal Ranger versus Super Sentai, where Big One came back from Jack. Uh, Go Yellow, from uh, Go Go Five. Um, Ginga Blue, and then for Ginga Blue was Go Pink, or not Go Pink, Mega Pink, from Mega Ranger, and then I think that was it. Okay. So that's pre- it's pretty much what they do is that they'll bring one person back for from the previous four, so like they'll have like. You know, uh, Ninja, Ninja Yellow, or not Ninja Yellow. Uh, Let's see, it was Go Buster. Out, so like, it'd be Go Buster, Key, Key, Key Ranger, Ranger. Tokuger, and then yeah. Ninja. So, I mean, so like you could have like uh, Yellow Buster, Kyuu uh, Green, Kyuu Green, and then I'm trying to think. After that was Tokuger. You could have like. Uh, Tokyo Nigo, that'd uh, be blue, blue, yeah, and then like uh, out and out. Um, Shiro Ninja, Shiro Ninja, Shiro Ninja, yeah. So and then those four plus maybe a special Aka Red sighting or something like that <laughs> alongside of Juoger, or it's just Captain Marvel's going. I'm back, bitches. Oh yeah, a la superhero or superhero Tyson. Yeah, <laughs> Captain Marvel is just sails on in, and he's like, "You guys are a bunch of losers." Check out these VR trooper keys that we just found out of nowhere. Oh hey, uh, we already have all of your Ranger keys. Um... Uh, either way, it's going to be, you know, probably Juoger versus Super Sentai. So we'll just have to see I'm, what they I'm do currently for waiting it. on one of the toy reviewers I watch on his review of the Tokuger key set because it's like 70 keys. My well, because it's one for every Ranger, one for every line change for every Ranger. I mean, I, I can already tell you what it's going to say. He's going to put it in, it's going to make a clink sound, and you're going to hear Tokuja! That's going to be it. That's literally no, going to be I just want to see all the keys. Or, or like, Russia Sentai, Tokuja! That's it. Shupai Shinko. Maybe. If we're lucky. Also, can I 
I will admit, I got ch- I got kind of chills when they did their transformation together. Yeah. And before they went into battle, and he says, instead of hiding, we will shoot bot Shinko, yeah. and then the explosion, and then they ran. Don't get me wrong, that was great. What I also didn't like was that you didn't hear the Tokyuja theme at all. You heard the Ninja theme in the beginning, and then Tokyuja theme didn't show up at all. Like, it should have played during the final battle. When they were riding, when the Otomonen were riding the freaking train. Or that. That was fucking awesome. It was cool, don't get me wrong. It's just, there was no Tokyuja theme song, because it was the better of the two. They've always been on point figuring out what song was better for the team-up. You go back to go uh, Bokenger versus Geki Ranger. In the climactic part of the scene, Geki Ranger's theme song yet because it was the better of the two. In Goanger versus Geki Ranger, in the climactic part of that battle, Geki Ranger theme song hit. Every iteration, they know which song is better for the end fight because you need that music to bring up the hype. They did not do that with this film, with this movie, and that's why I think it is inferior to the rest. I'm not saying it's the best team I've ever. I will not say. Oh that. yeah, but like, like if there's a bottom five, it's at least the fifth from the bottom. It, it's somewhere in the bottom five. Only because, like, if it, if Ninja actually was a decent Sentai, it would have gone up so much. Oh yeah, like if soup. If Wizard was a better show, Superhero Tyson Z would have been better. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, I'm just saying. God. See, I watched Superhero Tyson Z before watching Wizard. So I thought Wizard yeah. was cool and all that. And, like, you realize, even the creators, like, the writers of that movie realized how bad Wizard was. Because they wrote him out. Within the first, like, ten minutes of the movie. And they just had Nito do everything else. Yeah. They had him do everything else. They had Guy do everything else. They focused on Goldbusters for some fucked up reason. Kyoruger was there for all of two minutes. And then nothing else until the end fight. When they formed the mech. And, and it's then like, there's Wizard really? again. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, then they had the traditional, you know, rider inside of the Sentai mech. And then... <sighs> Sometimes I feel like they take two steps forward and then a heck a half step back or step back or something because they do something good and then they fuck up something else. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it could have been so much better. It could have. We could have just had another Tokyo movie. Seriously. Or, like, have Ninja get captured and Tokyuja have to find him so we don't see anything from Ninja until, like, the very end. And then they just, like, transform together, fight, and then that's the end. We have, like, a five-minute, re- like, refuge afterwards where they have a conversation and then just the movie ends. That'd be great. 45-minute <laughs> movie where we see Ninja for all of, like, five or minutes. Or we see, you know, the transfer of the, the Ninjuriken and the the uh, the Resha between the pinks. So Kasumi goes with the Tokyujers. And Kagura sticks around <laughs> with the Ninjas because I think Kagura fits the Tokyo the Ninjas. Minus the imaginate like if she didn't do that that whole like 
I'm a Supergirl, I'm a f-, or the, when she said, I'm a fan. Uh, I hate that. So much. I, I Again, that's why I hate that character. I really do. And I've, I've had conversations about that before. About how you can, like, it's it was almost like an attraction, too. Like, you can you can be, like, attracted. Like, I'm attracted to Kasumi, the actress, because she's amazing. She, she looks amazing on top of that. And then the character herself is a proud, intelligent character. And that's what I'm attracted to. But then you go to Tokyuger. Kagura, I don't like her. She's loud, she's boisterous, she's way too annoying. I don't like her. Mio, Mio I like. Mio's a good character. Like, if you had Mio and Kasumi form a buddy cop movie, that'd be amazing. That would be so good. Because the, the personalities would mesh and everything would be great. So yeah, actually, adding Kasumi to Tokyuja would probably make the team a lot better. Because you'd have the girls to ground the boys. Yeah. <sighs> and now that we've spent an extra like 10-15 minutes talking about that movie well there's not much else to talk about now because nope. they went their separate ways and they turned into kids and the ninjas are like what? what? yeah of course had the same reaction as the Kyoto except the Kyoto in the Kyoto movie it happened sooner and you know they're like oh okay whatever <laughs> yeah but that's the end of that. Yep, that's the end of the podcast. Because we got, considering it's going to be like a three-hour episode this time. Close to it at the very least. Um, uh, isn't that every time? I try not to go on that many rants, and it does tend to be my fault most of the time. Yeah. Digressions galore. Yeah, you wrote that down, right? I did. Okay, good. Um, so yeah, that's the end of the podcast. We finished. No more news, no more stuff. Uh, Geekishly Toku Podcast, Twitter, Facebook, Geek Geek Toku, actually Geek Toku Pod on Twitter. Uh, also Geek Toku Pod, Blogspot.com. We're on iTunes, Geekishly Toku Pod on Facebook. Which you need to update on the Facebook stuff. I have to update that one and the Toku Nation one. I just forget about them. Okay. Um, and then, um, I'm Fumixala on Twitter. I'm at Snarky Sean on Twitter. Yes. And we end podcast. Hope you had fun. We be back later. Ugh. Bye.
のだろう海の上雲の果て走ってみたいなら君の思いが始発の駅さ You are. 